0: On today's episode of Hit the Books Podcast, we have Avengers doing well,
1: surprisingly. Huh. (laughs) Surprising no one. DC's Uh. proprietary app is fucked. Again, to the surprise of no one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And Jamie Foxx is stepping up to the plate to star in a possible role. Stay
1: tuned. Get.
0: Today's date is May 6th, 2018. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hit the Books Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris
1: Holcomb. And I'm Emery Saunders. And
0: today we're joined by special guest... Seth Grover. Hello, I'm back again. Yet again. You may recognize him from episode 32 and from episode 30 and from the director's cut of our (laughs) Avengers Infinity (coughs) War review that uh, is out there now, so go ahead and check that out. Starts off spoiler-free review, and then goes into spoilers mm-hmm. with explicit warnings everywhere for about two hours, <laughs> which <laughs> is long. why, unfortunately, his uh, edition had to be cut out. So um, Director's cut. Frequent yeah. guest, We love having him on board. Yeah, so I'm happy to be here again. Uh, and, uh, we're here to give you all the saucy deets on everything comics this week. For those of you unfamiliar with the show, this is your weekly comic book podcast where Emery and I, and perhaps a guest...
1: Go through the latest
0: news and new comic book releases from your local comic book shops.
1: Please support your local comic book shops.
0: And discuss some topics about the world of comics for your amusement. If that sounds like a good time, be sure to hit like and subscribe on our YouTube channel and click the little bell thing for notifications. And rate well elsewhere. It really does help us out. You can always find us on YouTube, Stitcher, and iTunes. And be sure to check out our website, www.htbvids.com, where you can find links to all of these things as well as plenty of written content and lists. Uh, once again thank you to freshcomics.us before i forget because we use them for the new releases this week and they're a great resource so be sure to check them out freshcomics.us and thanks uh, to newsarama.com where we get most of our comic book news not all but a good portion of it and they do a lot of good work and editorials. so thank you to newsarama for the work you do and if you are interested in supporting independent content Be sure to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash hit the books, where you can uh, help us with as little as a dollar a month or as much as you want to go to. So, um, thank you for your consideration. Not Mm, obligatory at all. Uh, You can still get all of our content for free as scheduled. And uh, thank you for your consideration. So, what have you guys
1: been reading? Mm -hmm. Well, it just so happens this past weekend was... Free comic book day. Woo! Woo! woo, woo. woo. Uh, so I got uh, a couple of free comics that were... I'm spacing on the names, but... Uh, but were they good? Were they good? I'm pretty sure they were good. Actually, hmm. I do remember one of them was uh, uh, James Bond. Oh, neat. Uh, Yeah, it's a uh, 007... And then Varger spelled V-A-R-G-R. Okay. Which I think is an upcoming series. Is, hmm. it,
0: is it focused on any specific Bond version, or is it a new type of...
1: It, it I think, is, is its own iteration. It's probably a good idea. I don't think it's
2: like focus on like some, I don't know, actor Daniel Craig. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. right.
1: Uh, it definitely has its own uh, image of what Bond should look like. I think that's good. Yeah. Uh, it also is... A very interesting story that uh, I won't spoil too much, but I will say that it involves the death of another Double O and taking on his cases. Wow, it sounds neat- fun. Yeah, yeah, it it looks like a lot of fun. Uh, the story itself seems very grounded. Cool and. Yeah, I'm looking forward to picking up that series now. Yeah.
0: Now I know there's people who love the goofy, over the top Bond of the past, but I'm I'm okay. definitely on the Daniel Craig, more grounded focus. Yeah, uh, Bond like, personally.
1: Yeah, the the whole this is what it would look like to actually be a spy business.
0: I don't know if that
1: that's true at all. <laughs> well, I'm ready oh, for, oh, oh, okay, for like Please. Oh, why us. don't you help me, pushy
0: galore? <laughs> <laughs> okay, more than that. <laughs>
1: I'm Sean Connery,
0: (laughs) and I I like Pussy Galore. Of course.
1: Thank you, Sean Connery. Uh, (laughs) Could you please go back to Celebrity Jeopardy?
0: (laughs) Or uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, because I actually like that movie and the comic. You You like both. Yeah. Y- you know Alan Moore would be sad. Y- yes. He's probably <laughs> like him.
1: crying himself to sleep well, right now.
0: He can cry himself to sleep as much as he wants because he's already said he's not going to do any kind of DC or Marvel stuff because I'm too good for that. <laughs> Look, they've, they've
2: done a lot of stuff to him in the past. I don't believe Alan Moore him. is so full of himself. Oh, he is, <laughs> but
0: he's pretty good at what he does usually. He's a little sometimes. weird sometimes, but... He's, he's in that Grant Morrison world. Okay, where just, fine. He's very hit or miss. He can either be the greatest of the great or the worst of the worst. <laughs> all right, all right.
1: Just give him back Swamp Thing. That's all I'm asking.
2: <laughs> I and, don't think he wants it at this point.
1: Uh, well, not after what they did to it. Hmm. But uh, yeah, apart from... You mean made
0: it wonderful in New 52?
1: More on that later. Hmm. Apart from was. the James Bond 007, uh, I did pick up the... The rest of the series to the, the mini-series uh, Rogan Gambit.
2: Ah, this is sort of in your wheelhouse. It, it
1: definitely in my wheelhouse, for anyone who knows me.
2: <laughs> this is the first time I've seen you in a long time without your uh, Gambit coat, and I think it's because it's getting warmer, but... It, it, yes, that <laughs> I'm is exactly why.
1: surprised you're not wearing it anyway. <laughs> uh, there's not enough ice in this uh, house. To support me wearing that. Okay. With fine. that being said, if for some reason we do start to icebox this place out, I will totally wear that again. So oh, can I adjust your thermostat? I'm fucking cold already,
3: so <laughs> no. <laughs> uh,
0: I am skin and bones, okay? He's, I have no insulation whatsoever. He, he like, is a
1: man of a thin frame. Yes. Hmm.
0: I have like .1% body fat. I'm
1: actually kind of surprised you're not like trying to warm your extremities right now. Mm-hmm.
0: Is that a jack like
3: wow. no, off joke? Wow,
0: no, I don't. I didn't get that at all. <laughs> wow, friction warms the heart.
1: Oh my god, hmm. phrasing also. It's not, it's
2: not phrasing, if it's intentional innuendo. Emery. <laughs>
1: I do what I want, I really uh, do. Yes, um. Apart from that, uh, I just read uh, Death or Glory, number one. Which we'll save. Which we will save. Because that was featured as a comic
0: of the week. Well, variant of the week, I believe, last week. Yes.
1: But we will talk about that. Um, The only other thing that I read was I actually started uh, into a Daredevil series that I just completely missed out on. Hmm. And yeah, I plan on checking that out. Which series is that? Uh it was an ongoing that was started in 2016 oh, wow. apparently.
0: Oh okay. It's still ongoing. So just a
1: run. Uh I think it's just a run. Ah. Um uh, I forget which issue they're on right now, but I'm starting with their with that one's number 1.
2: Cool. Uh-huh. cool. Is this Spooky Hands?
1: Uh
2: yes. <laughs> I looked over his shoulder and there were really spooky hands. Spoilers. <laughs>
1: uh yes. Uh Daredevil, up to his it's probably sample. just the guy from a Princess Bride. Oh, more than that, yeah. <laughs> more than that. <laughs> uh, this guy makes the the one guy from Princess Bride's hands look normal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you kill my father. Yeah. The, oh no, mm. he's easily confused. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all I've read so far. Mm.
2: How about you, Seth? Uh, I also read Death or Glory. Um, I stopped by the comic book shop, and I just picked up three image number ones because
0: I'm kind of... We must have a very similar cover aesthetic because I noticed, uh, I I think all of them are ones that I have also read and picked up. Yes, yes.
2: But uh, I picked up Death or Glory, uh, Skyward, and Isola, uh, and I actually enjoyed all of them quite a bit. Um, Cool. And I was talking with you uh, recently <laughs> uh, about this. And I, I think that it's sort of a difference in how. Because I remember you saying, specifically with Asola, you weren't a huge fan. I
0: wasn't. I read that book on the same week that I read Highest House, which okay. is another kind of fantasy book that mm-hmm. I think is much better. Um, and uh, I don't remember. I think Skyward might have been the next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but just in that specific week, I had read a ton of stuff. And for whatever reason, compared to all the other stuff I was reading, like uh, Dan Abnett's uh, Aquaman run, right. and then um, Highest House, which I have a well, very high regard for right now, um, Isola just wasn't cutting it for me. I felt like i uh, i know you disagree but for me i felt like the main character was a little inconsistent i thought it was a little silly that they have like a tom bombadil type character that just (laughs) shows up for no reason um and i I don't think they explain nearly enough to get make me care about what's going on here and And that that was just my personal feeling on it but uh, uh, so i i think i talked about it on the show with Mm -hmm. emory here and i gave it kind of a you know lukewarm reception compared to all the other great stuff i was reading but admittedly it could have been skewed by the fact that I was reading other great titles at the same time and it just kind of paled in
1: comparison yeah that book had a lot of competition that week Mm -hmm.
0: I think there's also like
2: I think you and I also sort of read comics in a different way yeah I'm sure like one thing I like about image and I think they do a really good job on is making these worlds and when you open up a, a comic you're popping into this world that you know nothing about yeah, sometimes. Sometimes oh, they explain a lot, and I'm I like yeah. going to something I don't know anything about, and then slowly uncovering things. No, like, un, like, like a, a present, big, huh? <laughs> You're a big present. Yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, unwrap I like everything. a present, but then you gotta you gotta unwrap it every single day and every week. You learn more about the setting and learn yeah. more about the characters and okay. stuff like that. Yeah, I don't definitely. need like the full description of everything I know right in the first uh, yeah. issue or something like that. Okay. Kind of like the you don't know things, and it makes you want to learn more about it okay yeah
0: I can totally see that for me it's just like I feel like you have to have some kind of foundation to make me care about a character mm. before I dive into a character focused story and uh, I think this is going to be a character focused story between the the cat (laughs) king queen Queen, whatever, and, and the main soldier character that's trying to transport her somewhere for reasons right. that again aren't explained at all mm-hmm. so like I just have no reason to care about their incentive because I'm like well what what's the goal here why, I'm more, why is she having this weird hallucination in the beginning like, I think it's
2: a dream maybe or it, yeah, there's like, weird like, stuff going on and these are the things that make me want to read more because I want to figure out what is going on in this world yeah. what are these giant bird gods that are dead what are what is this thing they're trying to do yeah. uh, who is this strange Tom Bombadil like character yeah.
0: he seems to have some sort of connection to the queen yeah he's there's clearly a magical dude that's yeah of thing. there's there's definitely a lot of like intrigue there. there's a lot of threads to be mm-hmm. kind of unwoven so i totally agree with you on that stuff but for me it just wasn't biting that and that's completely understandable. that thing Different i want flavors. yeah definitely um and then skyward what did you
2: think of skyward i I like Skyward as well. Uh, Again, it's sort of a world thing, you know? Yeah. Where in Skyward, I I assume you talked about it some, it's Earth, but gravity has turned off. Yeah. Uh, And I want to see how the world is now that gravity is off. And it looks (laughs) like we're going to go on some sort of adventure traveling the world and seeing it. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. That uh, seems to be our character's goal.
0: Well, they except they all want to stay in the city because there's stuff to grab onto and they're scared of leaving the city. So. But our
2: main character isn't. Adventure mm-hmm. awaits. Uh, I don't know. And her father the, seems her to father know some seems to, to fix be,
0: things. Because I feel like her father is the one that's controlling the story here. Mm. And it's going to be the know. guiding force because he has all the answers, you know? And uh, if he doesn't want to go out of the house... I think he's going to need to. It's uh, going to be the thing.
2: Uh, I just wonder. Stretch those... Uh, those limbs. <laughs> those, uh, he does a lot of working and, out in that yeah.
0: house, so there's a lot of gross sweat just yeah, floating mm, around. Just breathing that Tasty. sweat. Thanks, <laughs> Dad. Because there's no gravity, <laughs> so the sweat just flies around. Imagine what happens when they masturbate.
2: Oh, God. Oh, oh no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not This is mean. the... Is this a record for the most (laughs) wanking jokes within a 10-minute period you guys have made? It's
0: it's pretty close, probably. Pretty close. I think the only thing that rivals it is our WB Studios cocaine mentions. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Every time we talk about... Oh, (laughs) Oh, you son of a bitch. uh, (laughs) Nice one. Uh, Uh, But yeah, I uh, liked it. Uh, Whereas I still was a little lukewarm because I felt like too little was discussed. I felt mm -hmm. like Skyward was just right. Like... Mm -hmm. uh, it had a nice balance. I was telling Emery like I felt like I was getting a, like a heavy dose of nostalgia from it. I don't really like or not nostalgia, but deja vu from it. Oh. Like as if I had read something very similar to this before or seen something. I can't put my finger on yeah. it. And it's I still get that feeling when I read that comic. Um I love the artwork. I think the artwork's mm-hmm. wonderful. I think um There's a specific I think the characters are a little think of, a little silly. Well, but uh, that may be the tone of the book, which is fine, mm-hmm. um, but it seems like a very serious topic to go along with kind of a serious like I don't know how serious. Aesthetic.
2: I'm not sure how serious it's going to be. Because, I mean, so because, many people have died, you know. Yeah, well. Like
0: they try to drive that home for the first half of the book. And yes. I, mean, I don't, I, I just feel like, you know, from the inside, because they're just setting up the foundational stuff, you know, maybe it's going to go off in a silly direction. Maybe it'll go off in a serious direction. I'm not quite sure yet, but.
2: From some of the different comics I've read from Image, it's like Saga, for example, does that. There's a lot of silly stuff in Saga, but it's also got a lot of serious stuff going on yeah, too. Yeah. It's a good intermix, and I, I'm hoping Skyward will do a, a similar thing because I, cool. I enjoy some fun with my with my people dying. Yeah.
0: You read anything else
2: other than the, uh, the content mentioned? Those groups? are the three that I've picked up and read this this week. Cool. Um, Did you pick up any free ones? I didn't get a chance to go to Free Comic Book Day. No. Uh, yeah. That's a bummer.
0: Yeah, had some other responsibilities. My sister's dog I had to watch. <laughs> well, I picked up uh two free comics. I didn't read them yet. I'm getting around to it eventually, but they've just been sitting there. As well as a Venom poster. Mm. Oh, where is that? <laughs> yeah, it's on you the should, table there. Ah, um, hold it up for the camera. Yeah, we'll sorry, we'll, you listeners. He'll Here's probably Venom. join mm. join Bob here as a frequent just frequent uh <laughs> set piece. But um <laughs> It's his Tom Hardy. <laughs>
2: I read uh, I read the yeah. just kind of like a little mouth below his eyes in, yeah.
1: in case you forgot who's that's in this his, movie that's his teeth yeah
0: <laughs> tom hardy tom teeth tom hardy <laughs> um but I, I besides the did the content match the drapes comic this week I <laughs> had to watch some things oh <laughs> yes <laughs> uh, for, on the positive side um are there positive sides I I <laughs> yes okay uh, I've been rewatching several of the MCU oh, okay. movies, um, trying to get my girlfriend up to date so she can fully see and enjoy Infinity War before she gets hit by any spoilers. Mm, oh and it's, God. boy, it's tough. <laughs> I hope she's avoided some, but I don't know. I almost made um, a joke,
2: but it would have been a spoiler, so I'm just not going to do it. Uh, <laughs> this is the main one. Yeah. We don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah that let's is, not do uh, that for people. This very is the considerate. W- yeah. This is the one movie It was I a can... good joke, too. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to believe me on it. <laughs> we'll put that
1: in the director's cut. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: but, um, yeah, uh, some of the movies we watched, uh, she's already seen a few, but, again, she's seen them out of order, so I'm um, trying to get her up to date on the proper order and everything. Yeah. Um, she saw Iron Man, um, which still holds up. That movie is still great. I, yeah, it is. I, and that's not a Disney movie. That is a Marvel oh, yeah. Studios proper movie. Yeah, it's um, is pre-Disney. Uh, it's very fun. It's very good. Um, deals with some serious subject material, which is great. And um, I think it's what kind of made the mature Marvel version of the universe. Like hmm. DC had kind of done it with Batman Begins, but... Um, I feel like this is Marvel's first step into kind of a serious outlook on, you know, movie making. M- maybe you could say the original Punisher a little bit, but even that had some kind of corny, hokey moments and, you know, over-the-top things. and yeah did. John Travolta's weird oh, jawline. God, okay. <laughs> oh. Surprised he didn't
1: try to touch anyone's face. But to
0: be fair, I think he acted fine in that movie, I think. People gripe about John Travolta just because he's John Travolta. For some reason in my head, I always think of... He's not Nick Cage. He's <laughs> hes actually a good actor, and he's been in a lot of good movies. So. Hey, Nick Cage uh, has an awesome Swordfish. It's a great movie. Oh, I love Swordfish. Swordfish? Swordfish, yeah.
2: I've not seen that, but I've heard the exact opposite of that. I've never heard a negative opinion about Swordfish. Maybe I'm thinking of As hackers.
1: Ha- oh, you're thinking of hackers. I'm thinking of hackers. Everybody yeah. loves Swordfish. Yeah. Swordfish, that's the one with uh, Travolta... Huge, huge jacked, jacked man, man. <laughs> who's not nearly as huge or jacked as he is yeah. in anything else and mm. super hot Halle Berry uh, yes god she's so that movie. <laughs> oh, God. Can we forgive her for Catwoman? No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> then... <laughs> if I
0: can't forgive Will Smith for Suicide Squad, spoilers, <laughs> Oh, I definitely cannot forgive Halle Berry for Catwoman. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Both DC properties fuck my life. <laughs> Ruining things I love. Um, <sighs> but we saw Iron Man still holds up. Great movie. Definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. I did notice one thing. You can tell when uh tony stark stops being a bad guy Mm. by his hair (laughs) oh the the moment he becomes reformed and a good guy he starts gelling his hair back instead of what than how it normally is if you watch that first movie when he's in his kind of like you know greedy corporate you know warlord type phase (laughs) is he elon musk well, Elon Musk doesn't sell
1: weapons of Yet. destruction <laughs> unless you count Tesla <laughs> <laughs> self-driving cars. <laughs> oh, someone has already died from that. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't really? a Tesla though. It wasn't a Tesla, but self-driving. Yeah. It's only a matter of time. It was a Volvo. Huh, under an Uber test. Huh. <laughs> Thanks Uber.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um Yeah, it's a really good movie and uh, <laughs> it's funny just seeing like uh robert downey jr with the kind of shaggy loose hair Mm -hmm. and and his evil phase and then (laughs) you i didn't notice it until like halfway through the movie i'm like he just started gelling his hair back once he got off that plane (laughs) (laughs) that's how you know he's a good guy now Uh,
1: yep um
0: it's hard to tell with jeff bridges because uh you know hmm. he's bald (laughs) yeah by the way on the entire time though yeah kind of but tony kind of influences it by you know not following business protocol whatsoever and yeah. kind of screwing him over it, but yeah right he he went a little crazy but then it's uh yeah it's spoilers spoilers <laughs> for iron man one <laughs> <laughs> but he does fucking he does eight. hire the original hit on tony so i guess mm-hmm. yeah from the beginning you're yes. right you're very right <laughs> and the more i think about it yeah you're right <laughs> it's like um, i just gotta kill him it also made me acknowledge one other thing how has John Goodman not been in the MCU yet? Ooh, he'd be good at something. He needs to be in the MCU. What would he be, though, is the thing. He'd be some, you know, like, S.H.I.E.L.D. guy. Some, yeah. like, government
1: guy, probably. I, I want to say government, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, a government. Maybe an alien. Maybe an alien of some kind. Can I can him, see him, him having in a large 3. role in S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. <laughs> that was not a fat joke. I didn't... <laughs> that felt like a fat joke. No, God. <laughs> uh, I was trying to... intentional fat joke.
2: It was not. I like John Goodman, and...
0: Maybe he I should have been Thanos. <laughs> yeah. I would like him as
2: Am Thanos. Am I the only one
1: great. that gives a shit about the rules in here? <laughs> Calmer than you are, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the universe needs ballots! <laughs> you start shooting people in the bowling alley. <laughs> uh, can we it's have, have uh, John Turturro come in then to replace Chris Pratt as Star-Lord? <laughs> <laughs> jeez <laughs>
0: uh but yeah i think john goodman needs to be in this universe in some way shape or form if he hit i feel like maybe he was already and i just didn't notice. not that i can think
1: of maybe he's in some like b character plot thing but yeah, i just haven't d- noticed yet no um, I, I mean if they can get that guy who was in uh iron man 2 who's just a, a senator who's just trying to be a dick to tony then they, <laughs> can, oh, yeah. they can fit john goodman in here somewhere yeah.
0: I'd like to see him as like a presidential type character. That's what I'd like to see him as maybe oh. a vice president or something. Mm. He'd yeah. be a
2: good vice president, yeah yeah, yeah in I can see the that. movies
0: yeah um another one we watched uh because it's more or less a standalone story um we saw Doctor Strange, uh which I still love I th- still think is a great movie um I watched it it's it's it, on the my original top five Iron for Man sure. are
2: pretty similar in in sort of their own ways. Yeah, kind of asshole. Not in a bad way. Asshole yeah.
0: kind of redeems himself and I like l- learns not, redeemed not to be assholes. Yeah, well, that's why we <laughs> we all stuck around after <laughs> Iron Man. Y- like, yes. oh, we all like this redeemed asshole yeah. story. Let's keep him <laughs> 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 and pay him forty million dollars a movie. Um, oh yeah, also Terrence Howard still better. Don, I will give you this though. Don Sheedle is better at delivering humorous lines. Way better. Which is what they use him for. But if you're using him to be a military official, you know, a colonel, <laughs> then Terrence Howard
1: is way better and more believable. But that's. Right. It. But that's not what we want. We want someone to be the the Murtaugh to Robert Downey Jr.'s rigs. Like, we're. It, we want Lethal Weapon. That's exactly okay, what we want here. I'll, I'll <laughs> pass. I
2: don't know names, so I was gonna do like yeah. the the whooshing over my head symbol, and I have to explain that because I, I realize most of this is just audio, yeah. and I was just doing <laughs> this, and it just doesn't make any sense.
1: Yes, yeah the the characters from Lethal Weapon. Thank you. Yeah, uh, Mel Gibson would be Riggs.
2: What if Mel Gibson was oh. Tony Stark? Like oh, they just cast no. Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> How bad would that be? Would we just have no superhero I mean, superhero if he wasn't the main again? focus of the
0: MCU, it, it would work. <laughs> right? I genuinely do I think if he was like a a, a sub character in the main universe plot, that you know and. Unfortunately, Robert forget, Downey like, Jr. is the focus, so yeah, right. uh, Mel Gibson could not do that. <laughs> right. But if he was like a side character who was kind of an asshole all the time, like kind of like Tony, but without the heart factor, yeah. <laughs> if he was just like a kind of crazy technical asshole, you know, uh, I feel like he would be perfect for that role. Actually, hmm. I think he would wear
1: it a lot better than we think he would. All right. Uh, mm. Meanwhile, we have Michael Douglas being Hank Pym. Ah, mentioning technical assholes. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: But uh, Doctor Strange, really great movie. Um, On the small screen, Dormammu isn't as, like, goofy, like, cloudy, mushy as I remembered in the theater. So I... I reduced my hatred of this version of Dormammu just a little I like bit him. just a little bit but he's still they still ruined a great looking character and yeah, gave him a I, shitty because LCD of that look, I really can't stand LCD, what they did uh, to uh, LSD. Dormammu. LSD-focused. I'm forgetting you know. how he looks in the movie. He's just a big technicolored blob. He still has a skull, right? He has right? eyes.
1: Well, his face Not wrinkles. Not really. Really? Like, his face has waves. It's constantly like waving like yeah. it's water. There's it like a
2: skullness to it,
1: though, it, it, you know, right? well, well, You know
0: Thanos' chin? Yeah. That's what his whole face looks like. I'm not kidding. It's it's like a bunch of stripes, and then it flashes with technicolors, and it has two. I'm gonna have eyes. to look that up because I haven't seen it since the theater. Yeah, he it. just looks like a big CG block. Maybe I just wanted a skull. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's it it wasn't as bad as I remembered in the theater. It it actually looked okay on the small screen, hmm. but it's not nearly what it could be. The big amazing, uh, uh what's the Nolan movie effects? Uh, inters not Interstellar. What's the other one? In
2: Oh, Inception! Inception, inception. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. The, the whole
0: Inception, like effects of the city's folding and stuff, it it doesn't play as well in the the small yeah. screen, which kind of is kind of a bummer because I feel like anybody who didn't see that in theaters didn't get the real experience. Yeah, um, but I still enjoyed it a lot. Um, so yeah, it's still a movie ton still of fun, holds up. But
1: that's definitely a movie that belongs in the theaters more than it does at home. Yep, and It'd be then fun at the drive-through.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, it would. well. Uh, I feel drive like drive-in, not
0: drive-through. I feel like the drive-in is like a little bit faded on the screen. I feel like that's a movie you wouldn't want to be faded, especially during the door mom scenes. Yeah, it's very colorful. Cause it's very yeah. dark during the. Because it's the look, I just want to lay down in the back of like a
2: car or something and just watch that because yeah. it'd be fun. It'd be
0: nice and relaxing, you know. Well, teenagers fuck right next door. God damn it! <laughs> I don't want that. Well, that's what a drive-ins for. Not my for teenagers drive-ins. To have sex and for yeah. other. T- you're driving for third what wheels to sneak again? in in the trunk and <laughs> and go hang out somewhere else. Ooh. while they hook up.
2: Um, I'll put my driving in Alaska or something. And then the last movie <laughs> I watched this week—no um, teenagers there. It's
0: That's finally true. happened, folks. Emery <laughs> through some sabotage with my girlfriend. Yep, managed to force me to finally watch the Academy Award-winning film. I thought it was just nominated. It won. It won. It oh. won for costume and makeup, <laughs> which I don't think even that was deserved. Um, it didn't have much fighting against it. Suicide Squad. <laughs> All
3: I right. told you to watch been, it.
0: Now I love the trailer. <laughs> if you guys have not been f- listening to the the episodes or seeing our early episodes, especially, it's the running joke between Emery and I that I, I always call it the award-winning movie, uh, and I don't need to see it because I already know it's been great. Um, because of the awards. Um, It is not. (laughs) Uh, The joke can now die because I can't fake it anymore because I love the trailer and I wanted to see that movie so bad when it came out until everybody... Ever, I've never had anybody so unanimously tell me that a movie is terrible, <laughs> and that that happened with Suicide Squad, and so I just never saw it because I just wanted to live with my happy trailer memories of Bohemian Rhapsody and <laughs> all that great soundtrack. That's um, why I stopped playing Metal Gear Solid Five uh, before everything went sad. <laughs> oh, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll do a we'll do a proper review of the movie. But that that movie's not good. <laughs> if you have not seen that movie, please don't see that movie because uh, it will ruin yourself. It, w- it will ruin your respect of Will Smith mm-hmm. and um, the sheriff. <laughs> the sheriff from Stranger Things. Oh yeah. Oh, David yeah. Harbour is in the movie. Um, I un- don't. Fault unfortunately, him for that. <laughs> the the woman uh, from How to Get Away with
1: Murder is a great Vi- actress. Viola Davis. Yep. Yep. She's um, in it, and unfortunately, you'll... it's not Oprah. Yep. Which. I mean, that's fine. Yeah.
0: But yeah, uh, every character that I was supposed to like in that movie, I absolutely hated. And the one <laughs> character I thought I would hate, I actually liked. <laughs> I like Captain Boomerang. He is, Captain Boomerang is the only good thing in this movie. You held fiercely on to that. <laughs> <laughs> it was all I fucking had. <laughs> it was so bad. It's like, I gotta have something. And the thing is, they had such... like a loaded soundtrack, but they used it at the worst times Mm. and in the worst ways. It was so like the transitions were terrible. (laughs) They had these scenes where things would just go dead for a second for no reason. Clearly because they had some kind of director's cut or something, but it it was awful. And yeah. Joker. People who are defending Jared Leto's Joker. Who's done this? Where are they? There's tons of people Show man. them to me. They're all over the internet, man. Well Jared Leto's Joker wrong. is terrible. <laughs> he he's easily the worst. Like I, and I'm talking about every incarnation you can possibly imagine like even the 60s Cesar Romero hey
1: yes that guy is great (laughs) Cesar
0: Romero at least has something that I can like attach to and enjoy the guy leto is not enjoyable face paint over his mustache and it's better than the grills oh my god he's so bad not only his like design but just his acting in the role is awful and his incentives for and how he's just like this fucking like pimp I guess (laughs) now it's (laughs) fucking (laughs) stupid it's awful And just everybody in this movie is just awful. I think I have Uh, determined. And Harley Quinn. I I get Mm -hmm. it. If you want some fan service fucking butt. Like I get it you want to look at something that's attractive looking and yes she is very attractive looking but holy shit nothing about her makes sense and I'm not saying not doesn't make sense cuz she's insane I'm saying doesn't make sense because it doesn't make fucking sense <laughs> like yeah. nothing she does or says makes sense her accent keeps changing throughout the movie <laughs> her yeah you know, there's just blatant like ass and bad shots constantly like uh, oh god it's so bad man it's we, so we bad. We had
1: to find a reason to put the asses in the seats. We have trailer wow. trash
0: Rick Flag oh. leading the group who looks like some fucking meth dealer. <laughs> like, oh. It's so awful. And
3: yeah, and we we're uh, talking we'll about We'll do this. a proper review, but uh, just, yeah, I'll oh leave it God. at that. I'm
0: so angry that you made me watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it, yes, it is confirmed 100% the worst in the DCEU pantheon or any superhero okay, movie. I was about to, say, that to be honest, probably makes it the I worst. can't think like even the terrible like 80s like Marvel attempt set movies Ooh. that went straight to VHS, like those are still bad. Those are still more enjoyable than fucking Suicide <laughs> Squad was. That was so cringeworthy
1: even 1990 Captain America. I have not seen that. But... <laughs> it's real bad. I, 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 imagine... He has like a cheap plastic shield that he throws around.
0: And that's gets, great. And Wait, you were telling stuff. me about this. Yeah. He's the one
2: who fakes having to throw up and then steals people's cars, yeah. right? Yes. yes. Yes, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's like, oh, I think I'm going to be sick. I need to get out. That Okay, and, that's
2: the Joker I want to see. <laughs>
1: just like
0: oh i have to vomit
2: Blah. oh nope
0: but yeah in your car. <laughs> I, I don't know like i'm as big a dc fanboy as you can hope for you know in the real world outside of internet goofy land Um uh, that these movies are making it real hard i can't def- <laughs> i can't defend any of them except for wonder woman and even wonder hmm. woman has some issues in the third act like this is awful. They need to. They really. <laughs> I've never felt so strongly that they need to stop immediately and just hand the reins over to somebody else completely. <laughs> Do not try to perpetuate this world at all, please.
1: Uh, or at the very least, hand it over to someone who isn't Jeff Johns, so that we can have. I a don't night- think
0: it's Jeff Johns' fault. I think it's the the fucking directors and the producers that they're assigning to these films. But how they all keep having the same problems. Because the they're all led by Snyder. Uh, Snyder's oh, the one. Okay, that explains everything. David Ayers and Snyder are the ones writing all of these films. All right, at never At least mind. up until Justice League, and he probably got fired. Uh, but totally didn't get fired because his daughter died, so we can't do oh, that right now. Bad timing for everything for him. Yeah. Oh. Like,
2: it, it, it's just, it's not. Why a, can't you just let me live in, live in ignorance?
0: <laughs> because then we look like we're ignorant on oh, the podcast. Okay. fine. And it's yeah. on the public record. Fine. We, this, I am
1: ignorant. They're smart. This is a ride that was so bad that the second that Joss Whedon got on, he was like, yeah, nah. <laughs> he's like, "Oh, you want I'll me to do get- Batgirl? Awesome!"
0: And then he stuck around for like a week and was like, "Okay, never mind. Uh, I just, <laughs> I'm sorry, I just couldn't come up with a script or something. I'm fucking getting out of here." <laughs> right? The
1: the guy who did the Avengers couldn't yeah. come up with something for Batgirl. <laughs> yeah, this
0: universe is indefensible. I don't care how big a fanboy you are. There's nothing redeeming about this universe at all. Hopefully
1: yeah. Shazam. No.
0: <laughs> they need to stop production immediately. It's not It's not good. It's not going to be good. It's never going to be good. Please stop.
3: For
1: everybody's sanity, please stop. You know we're going to review Shazam, right? <laughs> I mean, yes. And now
0: for our latest segment, did the content match the drapes so I can forget about this? <laughs> You'll never forget. Uh, again, Death or Glory, number one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think I can safely say between all of us that we all give a thumbs up yeah, it was I a did. really good start to the book mm-hmm. really fun, really cool um really awesome covers uh done by Bengal <laughs> <laughs> not uh, the Bengals. <laughs> <aw. laughs> <laughs> but um but yeah this one the the cover from our variant of the week was by Duncan fragretto and then hmm. um sure. death or glory thoughts? written by. Uh, Rick. Rick, Rick Remender. His name sounds like remember, and I can't remember his first name. Remember Remender. Yeah. So uh, Rick Remender has written this uh, book, and it's illustrated by Bengal, who I'm assuming that's like a
1: pen name. Or yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah, it has to be. <laughs> I it could sure be a last so. name. Um, but unless um, it was just a tiger. But yeah, the bu- <laughs> that's the... Isola uh right R- wrong book <laughs> Yep,
0: but the book's pretty good like i i, I enjoyed the artwork i like the writing i like the, the 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 plot that seems to be forming here yeah um really good start hammered home it's a thick book mm-hmm. it gives you a really good starting point um i don't know what did you guys think i also enjoyed it um
2: it is yeah there's a lot going on when you're trying to figure out what is going on uh as well i think this i'm i think the setting is the real world yeah it seems like it there's a little bit like i don't know what time period it's in but it might i think it might be the common era just based off of cell phones and
0: stuff like that yeah i was getting some very strong um no country for old men vibes in this yeah yeah there's definitely some connections there um interesting character yeah Yeah.
1: um how about you emory what do you think i personally will always give a thumbs up to any book that makes me think of the track Freebird <laughs> at any given point in reading it. Death or Glory <laughs> has a sense of heart to it that uh reminded me a lot of uh The Curse of Brimstone hmm. in like the best way imaginable. Yep. There's like there's a it's a DC title we like. Yes, it's a, basically a story about a a person who's like at their wit's end, and they don't know how to get out of this shitty situation. They, and, yeah, yeah. They they've got people that they care about, and they <laughs> might do something that might be the biggest mistake of their life. And at
2: the end of the issue, we get a big wham for where this might go. Oh no.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The reveal. We're not going to spoil Which, because you should read this book. Mm-hmm.
0: Which I'm very proud I called it from the beginning. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh okay. I was pretty sure of it. Yeah. Mm. Tasty I, burgers. Th- yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing that gave it away. <laughs> yeah.
1: This, uh, good catch. Good catch on that one. I was
0: like, either something supernatural is happening here, mm-hmm. like the guy's a supernatural character, right. or what the big ending is right and i i nailed it <laughs> so i was pretty happy
2: <laughs> that's the interesting thing going into something you know nothing about we don't know if there is gonna be some weird supernatural yeah, sure. stuff that pops up i, I think, don't I think f- so i
0: feel like by the end of this book though unlike kind of like kinda solo and stuff i'm p- we're pretty clear on everything that's going on True. by the end you know i think maybe every, i think everything's pretty laid out for us um but what the future holds right. is obviously gonna be the exciting part. So Oh yeah. I am um,
1: excited to read the next issue. And I always mm-hmm.
0: give a big thumbs up to anybody who draws a classic Shelby so excellently. That <laughs> is a type of car. <laughs> I fucking love it. I learned that. It's so sexy. Shelby I want it. Mustang. A bulletproof Shelby. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me. Hot. So did the content match the drapes? Oh yeah. yes. Yes it did. Yeah. So a unanimous yes. <laughs> great job, Rick Reminder. And great job to Bengal, whoever you are. I'm assuming pen name for something else. Mm -hmm. And with that, let's get into the news. First up, Avengers Infinity War is successful. Huh. Wait for surprise. But I'm talking really successful. (laughs) Let me tell you how. Uh, Avengers now owns the largest U.S. domestic opening at $258.2 million on opening weekend. Uh, this is passing uh, Star Wars, um, Force, Force Awakens. Awakens. Yep, mm. and in addition, it has surpassed one billion dollars in gross Whew. in just eleven days, and one of those days being a half day um, huh. before its release in China. So it has not even been released in China yet, which is the second biggest movie market in the world. And it is currently sitting at a worldwide gross of $1.164 billion and is at number 15 on the all-time gross list. Not adjusted for inflation because it's hard to do that across you know, right. every country's currency. But globally, it is sitting at number 15. And that is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> That is crazy. And $450 million of that is domestic right now. So that is insane how successful that movie is already. Mm-hmm. It's barely been out a week and a half, and it's it's killing at the box office, and deservedly so, I think. Um, they definitely made their money back already. Oh, yeah. Uh, and what's funny is they used the same budget to create two movies, two of these huge blockbusters, because they filmed them back-to-back. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, it's probably cost man, it, it? they are just printing money at this God, point. God, and they're going to sell really well for the next one, too, just because oh, yeah. of... This yeah. movie alone is going to pay for the Marvel purchase from <laughs> Disney. Because <laughs> oh, they spent four billion on Marvel. Oh wow! Huh. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're going to earn all their money back just on this one production. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that's insane, <laughs> but well deserved, I think. And again, check out our review yeah. where we talk about our review of it and then talk about spoilers. We won't spoil anything for you here. Mm-hmm. If you have not seen this movie, what the fuck are you doing with your life? Go see this movie. <laughs> yes. If, you, you have been building for 10 years to see this movie. Fucking see it. Let it, it. Unless you don't want to. If you don't want to, don't see it.
1: If you Seth, haven't, Seth is a moron. Don't <laughs> fucking listen <laughs> to him. <laughs> if you haven't caught up to any of these movies or have just been living under some kind of yep. rock for the buck last 10 them. years buck
0: and rent them marathon them yes knock it out yes so, uh,
1: rent all of them that these are that while there are a few duds or ones that aren't as good uh most of these movies are damn good entertainment yeah.
0: and the floor is pretty high it's mm-hmm. even the bad ones are like pretty decent movies even the worst yeah. are better
1: than suicide squad everything is
2: better
0: than <laughs> suicide squad
1: even dark world i would honestly rather watch dark world i don't ru- think dark world
0: i think dark world's boring but i don't think it's a bad movie oh, well i, I would you rather, don't rather suicide watch suicide squad room. is a bad movie uh, <laughs> i wasn't bored cuz i was laughing the entire time and, <laughs> and fucking dying inside <laughs>
1: Uh, I, I would go as far as to say I would rather watch the room. Emery, you and I both know you enjoy the room. Most people so do I. It's
3: dumb. It's fun. <laughs>
2: yes, we it, watched it together. You had a blast. I had a blast.
1: Right. That being said, I will always get more enjoyment out of that movie that just didn't know that it was a failure from start to finish. ...than I would at a movie that tried so fucking hard. There's something nice about
2: that, you know? <laughs> like, Tommy Wiseau tried really hard he did. in the room. I don't know... Well, I don't know about that. But he tried, <laughs> and it turned out being bad. It Ooh. took an entire amazing production team of people and billions of... Well, not billions. Millions of dollars to make a terrible movie that they tried really hard for. And it turned out being even worse. It... You know, nope. There's something fun about that. There's something interesting about
1: so many people trying and failing. You know what I think the difference is? <sighs>
3: <laughs> cocaine! Are we
2: talking about Tommy?
0: <laughs> he might be doing cocaine. I'm pretty sure he's a drug lord.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how he finances. Wandering.
0: I think he's an Eastern European drug lord that has <laughs> just escaped from Interpol.
1: Uh, <laughs> I I, highly doubt that he has the competency to not be wow. arrested immediately. Well, that's <laughs> kind of the whole point. Yeah. <laughs> he wants you to believe that. Oh, that's his cover. He's a genius. That's oh, his cover. Uh, it, it... Read the disaster artist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's incredible that it's doing so goddamn well already. Like, it's past pretty much everything DC has ever produced already. Um, By itself? Combined? Not, not combined, I know, no. I'm being... Dark Knight was over a billion. Of course, that's not adjusted for inflation. That was, mm. you know, years ago. But it's obviously... Pr- I think this movie will honestly get close to avatar numbers if not passing i as the hope number it does one. yeah because avatar is not that good <laughs> no it's just no ridiculously it's not. inflated because of those ridiculous imax 3d prices when it was fresh oh, technology it was like fifteen bucks or something yeah like it was fresh maybe? too yeah oh. 20 20 it's
1: like oh man the the 3d i gotta get that 3d
0: <laughs> i don't understand why they're trying to make like six of them it's fucking stupid Wait, really yeah they have like five announced but there was only production one Ferngully movie. What are they going to do for the plot of the next one? Cameron's <laughs> going to come up with another Pocahontas story, probably. Ah. I don't know. And it, it doesn't warrant it. it. I don't think there's any people out there that are that strong, like fervently, like, mm, yeah, Avatar, Avatar fans, Avatar. like, oh, I got to get
1: more of this Ferngully or Dances with Wolves or Pocahontas or maybe a little bit Matrix Revolutions. <laughs> One of these things is not like the other. (laughs) Next up on the news, Jamie
0: Foxx has been offered the lead role as Spawn in the upcoming Spawn movie reboot led by Todd McFarlane.
3: No! At least Todd's working on it. (laughs) Oh, God. I I believe.
2: (laughs) I was wondering. I I don't know if a Spawn movie works now. I think just as a character, he's a little too grim
0: dark you're breaking emory's heart right now i'm
2: sorry Emery. It, <laughs> it's what i believe
1: uh what you believe and what the truth is might be at uh two different points here because like <laughs> i
2: don't know i think for you to have like a serious character who's also kind of in like grim situations or like just willing to kill people like i think the marvel the the netflix punisher series works but it's because he has literally no powers other than shooting people. When you give someone who covers themselves with like skulls and all this like and literally spiky God and, <laughs> uh, Spiky death, <laughs> necroticy hell stuff, and then shoots green laser beams out of his hands, I think it's harder even harder for people to
1: connect to today. Uh, it's called ectoplasmum okay. <laughs> uh, okay. There would need to be a few changes made. Sure.
0: It's not gonna happen yeah. with Todd F- McFarlane leading everything. I think I he's guarantee got, you. Yeah. There's, like, those changes you're talking about not gonna happen.
3: Oh uh, we'll I see we about that. More I think, chains.
0: <laughs> I, I agree with Seth to an extent. I think that it it works as like some kind of like adult animated thing. Yeah. But I don't think it works as a live action thing because there's just too much like ridiculous art yeah, for it. Stuff you know, going, everything on. is like weird, terrible dimensions. Everything is like, like kind of like the '90s uh, garbage patch kids art oh, style. Geez. Like everything is like stupid and gross, like that for no reason. I, that's that's just my personal opinion.
1: But now, mind you, you should remember, or maybe be aware remember, of Remender. N- not remember Remender. Just going to say that every We're, time you say remember. <laughs> There was a point in which Todd McFarlane was pitching a Spawn movie, but from a different perspective. And that'd be interesting. Specifically, Specifically one that involved taking the uh, perspective of the movie away from the Spawn character and focusing it on two detectives that are basically investigating a ghost story. (laughs) What the hell? Who
2: is this scully man who keeps killing people? (laughs) So you don't
1: want to do a Spawn movie. You want to do the two
0: detectives movie. I would watch that. That sounds fun. (laughs) What are their names again? Please Uh, remind me. Sam and
1: Twitch. Sam and Twitch. Fat guy and skinny guy. (laughs) Yes. Lank and Stout. (laughs) Uh, The goal here is to... Gordon and Bullock, uh, yeah. <laughs> basically. Uh, we're we're trying to ground this as much as we can before we go full into the let's get super ridiculous. Malabolgia, <laughs> <Maliburgia>. Malabolgia. <laughs> like what, whatever the fuck the name of the demon is that week. Um, I think the, it would be better as a TV show, personally. That might work. I think it could work in a screen format. There would just need to be. A lot of ta- changes. There would need to be a a lot of things taken away or maybe added to like later films. Mm. <laughs> Once we've introduced you to the weirdness all through right.
0: these humans, all right, we're going to hell, buddies. So. <laughs> we'll stop breaking it, his heart. We gotta uh, we gotta take it easy. I this. am I'm my heart even... is
1: my heart is not broken. My heart is hopeful because <laughs> no one was giving this the time of day, and now he's actually talking to Jamie Fox. Hmm. of all people yeah about that of uh, all people jb fox pretty decent singer
0: not a terrible actor but i don't think he's right for this role
1: i mean probably not but the fact that they're talking to someone who's like an a or b lister in hollywood at this point means he's confident in what in what he's got yeah Next up in the news, we have received our first full tra-
0: trailer for Ant-Man and the Wasp. Huh. And it features the quantum realm in the form of Project Ghost, in quotations. It is due out July
1: 7th. Did you guys see the trailer? I did not. I did. What would you think? I personally thought that I-, I am just so on board for more, like, size-changing weirdness. See...
0: I am kind of on the fence on this one. This movie apparently takes place a little bit before Avengers Infinity War. It's like at some
1: point after Civil War. Yeah. I'm, this a, happens.
0: I'm a little bit disappointed, though, because they're introducing something that is probably going to be the catalyst for reversing everything they just <laughs> did. I told you. Which I fucking hate. Because I I wanted them to just... You knew they weren't okay, going to. They
1: have an arsenal of things they if, could use if, to reverse it.
0: Not really. They have one thing, and that's the quantum realm. And let me tell you... Well, the, this if, specific uh, movie has a quantum realm. Anybody familiar with the quantum realm, they basically do whatever the fuck they want. It basically activates everything potentially for multiverse theory, for reversing time, for going to alternate alternative realities where the events of infinity war don't happen that quite that same way. <laughs> and I think the reason why a specific character doesn't show up in infinity war is because it's setting up for a certain premise that's coming out in the upcoming movies here, um, to be a plot point for the next Avengers film, yeah, one uh, as a way to premises, create mulligans and reverse shit. And that really disappoints me. Um, And it looks like they're completely buying into that whole thing, Um, which really sucks. But I still have kind of a theory um, that I forgot to share on our review. Mm. So perhaps if you stick around to the end and you've already seen Avengers Infinity War, maybe we'll go into one brief theory talk. Um, at the very end don't let me forget Uh, brief theories but i really don't want to see this movie to be honest i i thought ant-man was fine i i didn't i didn't think it was great but i thought it was pretty good and i thought it was fine as a standalone film that didn't need any more expansion i think now he can be a guest star and avengers and other things fine but i don't want to see more of ant-man and wasp especially and hank pym without the ultron
1: factor like it's I will see this movie alone just for the sake of the fact that every time Paul Rudd goes on to Conan O'Brien's show, he shows his trailer that's never actually the trailer. I'm not aware of this. That's a stupid press
0: thing that I don't care about.
1: Is anyone familiar with the movie Mac and Me? I'm aware of it. I don't know much about it. There's a robot? (laughs) Uh, no, I'll, no? I'll, I will That's show this fine. video to I'm you guys later. I'm not concerned
2: with Mac and me. Is, there a, <laughs> is it a monkey? It's, I know it's a buddy of some sort. It's either a friend who's a monkey. It, it's or a, a. It's a little
1: alien. Creature. Alien. Okay. Yeah.
2: All I, like from what was there a movie where someone's friend was a chimp?
1: I mean, probably. Uh, Hollywood has this is the 80s. Little, yeah, they have little to no ideas left at this point.
2: Well, that would have been a while ago, Emery.
1: Uh, right. Does
2: that
0: mean they never had ideas?
1: <laughs> My statement still stands. Hmm. <laughs>
0: but yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i not excited for this movie at all. I don't really care. And quite honestly, I think the, the whole point of this second movie is just going to be to introduce the concept of what they're going to use to reverse everything of the first in, hmm. Infinity War movie.
1: So, I don't know. Well... That's what we're thinking, probably,
0: whether or not that's actually the case. It probably is, because that's the whole reason they didn't show a trailer before Infinity War came out. Oh. That's the whole reason they saved for this movie, even though it's coming out very soon, all the press and everything for it for right after Infinity War. They waited a week after Infinity War to reveal the trailer and everything for a movie that's coming out in two months. I maybe they just
2: you know were busy and didn't want it to get right. drowned out and and, and, and they infinity made war a stuff.
0: point of telling everybody that it happens before infinity war uh, well so, yeah i think it's very clear what they're going to use it for and that makes all the like director's statements about oh no the stuff that happened in infinity war really happened it's going to stick that's because they're going to create an alternate reality where shit didn't happen fuck them <laughs> fuck Marvel I told Marvel, you uh, I told I'm going you. back to DC <laughs> oh, I'm gonna watch back my fucking- to DC there's more Suicide
2: Squad for you no uh, <laughs> I won't be
0: watching Suicide Squad 2 wait are they making a second I think so. Yeah, eh. it's scheduled in <laughs> a Harley Quinn movie. Eh. Yeah. Don't laugh like that.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Already uh, a better uh, Joker. Uh, uh, no. God, it's so bad, <laughs> so bad. Uh, y- yes, I could easily be a better Joker than Jared Leto. At least
0: I know when people die there, they stay dead. We like, were kind uh, <laughs> of. Oh. <laughs> you
2: sure Just about in that? Suicide Squad. You sure yeah. about that? <laughs> Spoilers: Joker dies and isn't dead.
3: <laughs> no, he doesn't. I
2: thought they like blew him up or something. His plane crashed off camera. Yeah, it's he's dying. not dead. It should be. died like, off no, no, camera. No,
0: they're like, oh, the helicopter blew up off camera. Like, I mean, yeah, but you know, it's Joker. He's not
1: dead. Well, he should be. Surprise. Can, can we give someone like? Can we give Batman a better villain than a clown that for some reason everyone follows? Or roided out luchador. Ta- oh,
3: <laughs>
2: I thought you were talking about One <laughs> yes, Piece, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yes, brother. <laughs>
0: yes, Please, brother. God, that <laughs> movie could have been good. Uh, yeah, it was they left Tallyan. out Because they destroyed the Pittsburgh Steelers Stadium. Wow. Yeah, uh, wonderful.
1: I'm gonna say it's still terrible because they <laughs> went back and made a great villain. Kind of. uh, Yeah, it depends on the interpretation there. Yeah. (laughs) I think Bane has
0: often been one of the lower tier villains in Batman's universe.
1: Yeah, but the only one to break his back. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) No one cared.
0: I still people cared. I don't know. No one gave a shit. The only thing people gave a shit about was who was going to wear the cowl for a second. And then they made this stupid Azrael guy that just conveniently steps in, even though he barely knows anybody on the team batman's just like oh you're vicious i like you you'll you'll wear my costume instead of all these fucking proteges i've been grooming (laughs) since childhood
2: every robin just (laughs) cries.
0: every
1: robin is never good enough if you
0: read that storyline that whole storyline is dumb the whole thing (laughs) from start to finish and the artwork isn't even that interesting it's just dumb it just sucks nightfall is terrible i'm sorry anybody who loves that is a moron <laughs> nightfall t- sucks you like the gimmick you like the gimmick of a broken batman that's what you like uh yeah. i don't i don't see let it happen yeah i don't care if batman fails that's a good thing that makes him seem like less of a fucking you know ridiculously overcompensated character that can defeat anything and anybody
1: but with a utility belt that has exactly what he needs, not unlike a certain super-powered individual,
0: <laughs> but like just y- using the the breaking of the bat as a gimmick to set up this terrible, ridiculous storyline with Azrael. is just, <laughs> just dumb. Hmm. Just dumb. I didn't like it. Oh.
2: He should have brought his bat bane repellent. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Crusader Quick Robin. The Crusader repellent. <laughs>
0: But yeah, uh, I don't know. I'm not too excited. I'm excited for Captain Marvel. I think her influence will actually be cool. But I don't think, yeah, man, beyond introducing the quantum realm will actually matter in the grand scheme of things. But will and it be I don't, a fun I movie? I don't think so. Honestly, hmm. I think I got everything I was going to get out of Paul Rudd in that movie. I, I don't. Think... I don't think there's any more character development that can already happen. <laughs> they have the romantic relationship with the daughter. They have the Hank Pym thing that we've already kind of played out to completion like there's there's nothing left unless you had ultron which obviously is not right not
1: not going to happen um (laughs) well they're using ghost as a villain which i I never thought they'd actually get around to that character i don't know anything about Ghost. (laughs) no one cares well (laughs) you'll know and probably care at least a little bit. Probably not once the movie finally comes out. Oh, with, maybe
0: it has one thing going for it. I have rock bottom expectations because ah, I, I don't really care. Which is really the which is what kind enjoying of enjoying anything. Which is what kind of benefited the first Ant Man movie, where I went into it with rock bottom expectations and really enjoyed it. So I probably see it in hindsight a little bit better than it probably was in completion. You know, but hmm.
1: let's see if we can you know enlarge your expectations no, a little don't. bit.
0: Yeah uh, that that would hurt. That was a size changing joke,
1: Emery. <laughs> yeah. Shameless. Ugh, gross. It's
2: <laughs> a different thing. And not comic book related. How about you, Grover? Get it, it off is. the cat. How about you, Grover?
0: You excited to see it?
2: I haven't seen the trailer. Uh, yeah.
0: Do you care? I without seeing the trailer, do you care? I'm not really. Nope. I sure. mean I'll
2: probably I if if friends of mine like Emery want to go, then I'll probably go with them. It's a fun experience to enjoy with oh, friends. We're all going to see it. We yeah, know it, we're going to
0: okay. see it. Yeah. I mean, it, whether it, it's going to be worth it, that's the question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're watching that movie. Uh, look out for the review in July. Yes. <laughs> all right. All uh, right. Next up on the news, DC's exclusive streaming app has been named. Um, it will be called the DC Universe. All in your phone.
2: Surprise. Because
1: that's not confusing at all. And will feature...
0: Uh, titans season three of young justice and the announced harley quinn animated series uh there is still no launch date for the app this is again i'm going to say this we've talked about this in the past episodes uh extensively but this is a terrible idea there are already too many apps out there nobody's going to buy your fucking app You know, maybe a handful of people will try the trial so they can watch Mm. Young Justice season three (laughs) and that's it. And you know what really killed this app? The fucking set photos of Titans where we had the ridiculous looking (laughs) Starfire and Raven and Beast Boy who just has like dyed his hair green but is otherwise completely normal. Mm. Like nothing
3: Uh, nothing from that set
0: looks
1: good. This looks like the lowest of low budgets. Oh boy. It 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 looks it's unfortunate because I want to believe that these actors you know brought something that would have, you know, warranted a bigger budget. But
0: especially when you're ugh. trying to launch a whole new proprietary yeah. software like it has to compete with like Netflix, Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. I don't even know what it's going to be priced at, but if it's anywhere over $5, <laughs> it, no one is going to buy it. Yeah, like, no. That's ridiculous.
1: I actually to further cement what's probably going to happen with this I recently got YouTube Red. Oh, hey! But uh, the free trial, which I immediately never canceled the subscription, <laughs> just so that I could watch Cobra Kai, uh, which oh. is
0: exactly what people are going to do with this. For yeah, Young that, Justice. that's ex- that's exactly yeah. what's going to
1: happen. <laughs>
0: trial for a week, watch Young Justice. Done.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, ten bucks. For YouTube Red, no thanks. <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous.
0: People yeah. are getting too greedy with craps yeah. and stuff. With that like, said, there's just too much better competition out there.
1: Unfortunately, Cobra Kai is actually really good. <laughs> <laughs> it, I have trouble believing that. Were you a Karate Kid fan ever?
2: I never watched it.
1: Oh, then you probably that's, have that's no that's frame of the, reference. That's one of the classic movies. No, I have like, You yeah. seen the
0: first Karate Kid? Yeah. 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 Yeah, you you don't you really don't, need you don't to understand any of the Mr. Miyagi moments. I understand
1: and... it because of cultural osmosis. Mm. N- not nearly enough. Yeah. Like you, you need firsthand experience to really get why anyone would pay money to watch. I Cobra feel Guy. like I can
2: understand everything about that movie now. <laughs> Already. Just having existed in a world where it existed and people cared about it for some reason. Also,
0: how can you ever enjoy the Jaden Smith, Jackie Chan version? Can if, anyone enjoy if, that? Y- yes. N- I heard it was no. bad. No, one hates that movie. Emery does. I
1: really? hate that movie with that everything movie was very that movie I'd was be willing very to give well it a received. Shot. I'd be willing to give that it a movie, shot. Because I, I love you that movie has above a 7, well,
0: 70 on uh, Metacritic.
1: Uh, it was very well received by everyone but me. Uh, I thought it was fine. I think he was the was only fine. person I know who watched it. So I, that's why I I'm going view. to go. I on love Jackie say, Chan. So I'm yeah. going to go on record to say that this movie, I hated it for one reason oh, well, only. This is just nitpicky. Uh, well, that's what we're all d- about. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Why the hell did we call that the Karate Kid? When we're specifically, not only in China, but practicing Kung Fu. There's literally no karate in that movie
0: at all. Yeah, they're not in (laughs) Japan, so. Mm. eh. But who cares? It's still a fun movie. It's an okay movie. And it's the only movie with Jaden Smith in it that I don't hate. (laughs) What else was he in movie-wise? That um, one space movie with his dad where they land on a planet and he has to survive. Oh, right. Yeah. I didn't see that, but that looked bad. Yeah, it was bad. It you was should bad.
2: watch You should watch Neo-Yokio. No! I don't even know what that is. No! Oh, <laughs> boy. Jaden Smith is the main character well, in this no. anime. <laughs> it is, oh, is that the Tolbarone thing? Tolbarone thing, yeah, yeah. yeah there's a, that's the only thing I know about it. Yeah, it's kind of the meme from it, but uh, yeah. it's, <sighs> it's dumb. It's bad. It's I ex- good.
0: I expected. That's why I never watched it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, intentionally bad, dumb. I don't know. I like it, but in a weird way but while we're still on the subject of the dc proprietary app just a reminder dc's metropolis the live action pre-superman metropolis show has been delayed beyond 2019 and has no announced uh release date as of right now i feel like there's a lot less to do with that than like gotham
3: yeah metropolis well from or the premise Krypton. it's basically
0: lois lane and lex Luthor that's what you're following. Yeah, cuz who else is there before Superman. <laughs> that's that's pretty much it. That's yeah. what, that's what's announced. It's Jimmy apparently. <laughs> oh god. Gonna, it's probably going <laughs> to focus on Lois Lane investigating things that Lex Luthor is doing. That's probably going All to right. be the premise of the story. If I had to guess. Whereas at least Gotham you have like, you know, Gordon and Bullock's dynamic and stuff, you know. And Even young Pat? No. <laughs> <Enough>. <laughs> the worst, worst part of the fucking show, at young least Pat. from what I've seen of it. <laughs> I tr- the first season wasn't bad, but they just kept forcing this stupid kid into the story <laughs> that didn't make sense. And Selena Kyle, she's awful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I hate that
0: girl.
3: Oh,
1: it keeps <sighs> happening. Quit uh, ruining sab-
0: good things with terrible
1: things. The sabotage. They sabotage keeps- themselves so much. Oh. I've never seen someone so successfully beat CW? themselves in chess. Um, that was actually Fox. Oh,
0: wow. Also, that's another thing that is terrible about Suicide Squad. I've never seen a fatter Batman. Than <laughs> I... Batman has never been so fat than he was in Suicide Squad. Like That was definitely his like, chow down period between movies where they're like, can you come make a cameo? And he's like, all right. He didn't look
1: fat. He looked real fat. I don't know that. Maybe <laughs> his, you got unrealistic body was like expectations. up in his
0: mask like this. <laughs> like uh, uh, re- okay, like a beer gut.
1: To be fair, he's always going to have those cheeks. Uh, it, <laughs> but also, yeah, they looked like they probably squeezed him into that one. Yeah. Uh, so we there's need some Vaseline action
0: going on there. more realistic body-sized heroes. Yeah, which every Batman up to this one has been. <laughs> they have been what Which one has
2: not been realistic i mean just like emory and i were watching who framed roger rabbit 2 days ago and the main <laughs> that's right protagonist of that who's not a cartoon is
0: a pretty average looking dude he's kind of bulky yeah but he's he's also not a ninja so right that's that's kind of a problem you got have <laughs> I wasn't fucking saying chris that farley Batman's, coming in I wasn't hollywood saying batman ninja specifically yeah <clears throat> ripping his his kimono <laughs> not thing not batman specifically
2: yeah. But you know, someone with with powers might not need to be as like physically active that would turn them into this muscle person. You know,
0: I mean, I think you kind of would. Yeah, I don't think you have to be like fucking Arnold Schwarzenegger, like huge. Like if you got some mystical power
2: that but grants thought, you I super thought, strength,
0: you don't necessarily. I thought need Christian Bale was perfectly fine. Like,
2: yeah. I wasn't saying no. I wasn't saying they were bad. I just, I would like to see. A fat Batman. <laughs> <Was he> that? <laughs> That's what you're not telling me. Not necessarily Batman, but like <laughs> someone with mystical, pa- like Superman doesn't technically need to be muscular. His power comes from the sun. Yeah, it's yeah. not that his muscles are so huge he's able to do these things. There's definitely something else going on there. Yeah, So you I, could but, have a chubby
0: I, Batman. I, I don't, but
1: Superman. Like Superman's was a, a totally hand, different thing, <laughs>
0: right? From batman who right, I, has I was, to be a human ninja right like, i was not saying batman he has I was to be a fucking
2: mean lean fighting like machine other characters yeah. other characters superheroes in general because you
0: could have a chubby green lantern well, that's why you have faith in valiant who's oh. basically oh. superman but with
1: fat we actually almost had jack black as green lantern so you almost got that <sighs> <laughs> now, see? see see you know it would be horrible it's because of how
2: Larger actors are shoehorned into roles. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. If we invented a character around looking realistic, then I think it would be more palatable because that's like we're establishing that as a thing. You know what you're getting into. If you were to shoehorn in someone like Jack Black into a character who's been stereotypically drawn to be ripped, then people are always going to have issues, right? Not that. Just like uh, it just doesn't look right.
2: John Goodman.
1: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Back to John Goodman. Well, if DCEU is
0: going to keep going, might as well. Yeah. We can make him Thomas Wayne in the totally uh, not Flashpoint Flash movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> They're not going to use him. They, they already have someone for that. And his name is Jeffrey Dean Morgan, a.k.a. the comedian.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Thank you. I'm bad with actors.
1: Yeah. So, so it's good for you to tell me these yeah, things. So that guy- I think- it,
0: that I like him.
1: Yeah, he he also was also
0: walking dead guy, which is probably more known for nowadays. Yeah. yeah.
1: But he was he was Thomas Wayne in Batman v Superman. He's a good dad. Yes. Lookwise uh, for all of like 10 seconds. <laughs> okay. But uh to see him in a dark universe basically being bat-themed punisher, yeah, I'm all, I'm all for that. <laughs> That'd be good. I'd watch But that. not in this universe. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Well, it would technically be different if we did Flashpoint. No. (laughs) I I don't need any more of... Ezra Miller. Ezra Ezra Miller. That's the fucking one. Is he in a band? No, but he should be. I'm thinking of better than Ezra. Yeah, you're thinking of better than Ezra. They're not very good. Ezra Miller... Sorry. Sucks. Yeah. He's bad. I did not enjoy his portrayal of the Flash. He doesn't know how to run, which is... a I don't know how you managed to do that and still play the Flash. It's just especially when you have a TV version that tells you
0: and shows you exactly how what to, to flash do. Flash run, yeah, y- y- yes. Not only how to flash run, but also
1: how to be a Flash character. <laughs> also, you could look at you know someone who runs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, we don't have to go to these fictional versions of people who run and not be <laughs> Woody do Allen. Run. I forgot that.
1: Like, watch. Any movie starring Tom Cruise within the last five to ten years, and you you'll see a very realistic depiction of what running looks like. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> let's We're leave getting it at that. off topic a lot.
3: Yeah. Only a little.
0: And our final piece of news: uh, Saban has sold the Power Rangers property and several other properties to the toy maker Hasbro. Oh, Saban. So I bring this up because there's they just had this big like uh, production for. The new Power Rangers comic they've had launched with, um, yeah, the original Green Ranger slash White Ranger.
1: Yeah, it's Shattered Grid. That's that's the one. That yeah. the the new big one. Which they had like a live-action trailer for, which has never yeah. been done for a comic yeah. line. Which, which is definitely way better than anything <laughs> I've seen
0: for promotional materials from Marvel, DC. <laughs> yes, yeah. I was some, like, whoa! Uh, like <laughs> they these spent guys... some serious money on this one production.
1: Yeah, they did. Like I really want those like superly, like overly armored rangers now. Yeah. That is what I want. But yeah,
2: it looks and cool. that's why
1: they're in Hasbro now because you can buy those probably. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Also, Saban, it's about time.
0: <laughs> I don't know. I thought they were doing fine. Of course, I haven't watched Power Rangers since I was like 10, so. I wasn't Case allowed in to watch them. Yeah. hmm. You had one of those parents. Yes. Well, and my friends... I think you're old enough
1: now. <laughs> you don't really want to.
0: <laughs> yeah, now it, it might be hard to watch now. <laughs> uh, and that, my friends, is the news. Yep. yep. Hold on.
1: Getting a call. (gasps) This just in. Uh, We have a call from your local comic book shop. Who? And they're asking us the the same question that I think they've asked us the last couple of weeks. What books are we hitting up this week? Well, Emery, I thought you'd never fucking
3: ask. God, it <laughs> wow. so long. Yeesh. Yeah, I'm getting aggressive today. Calm down. Uh, hey, we uh, well, took an, an
0: hour to get through the news. <laughs> that was a not lot just of news, that,
1: but uh, I forced him to watch Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah that's really wild.
0: <laughs> <There's> some underlying <laughs> rage towards Emery. He's so mad. Yeah. <laughs> First up from Marvel Comics, we have Domino number two. This is the Gail Samoon one. It's a lot of guns. It is a lot of guns. On the cover. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> talking about the guns. You.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, somewhat still salty. <laughs> it's yeah. going to remember Suicide Squad for like a week. <laughs> and it's going
0: to hurt. It's going to hurt a lot. Uh, next up, Hunt for Wolverine, the adamantium agenda number one. That's going to hurt me for like a year. Uh, shoo, so many variants gotta use your regeneration dude oh. we have old man Logan number 39 we have Peter Parker the spectacular spider-man number 304 we have uh, runaways number 9 we have spider-man cross Deadpool number 32 uh, we have star wars Darth Vader number 16 we have star wars the last Jedi number 1 to try to explain away all the plot holes that are in that movie nah. uh, <laughs> nice we,
1: fucking dry. We have
0: Star Wars: Thrawn number four. We have the Despicable Deadpool number three hundred. Um, we have the Exiles number three. We have the Incredible Hulk number seven sixteen. We have the New Mutants and Dead Souls number three. We have the Unbeatable Squirrel Girl number thirty two. Stop. We, ha- we have <laughs> Venom. Quit. It looks like a Venom relaunch. Venom, number one. Hmm. We have. I wonder why
1: this is. (laughs) Tom (laughs) Hardy.
0: We have X Men Blue, number 27. Blue. And we have You Are Deadpool, number two. From Dynamite Entertainment, we have A Game of Thrones, A Clash of Kings, number 10. We have Barbarella, number six. We have Deja Thoris, number four. Hot. We have (laughs) we have Green Hornet number three. We have John Wick number three. You killed my dog. Now I'm going to give you a really excellent injury. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: now need Bill S. Preston Esquire to show up in this. <laughs> we have Pumpkinhead. Let Head.
2: Keanu live that down. Please. <laughs> no. Flee him from that. I love that movie. They're making a sequel. Oh, that's <laughs> Another one. <laughs> Eventually.
0: Say. If they travel back in time far enough. We have Pumpkinhead number three. We have Savage Tales, Vampirella, number one. We have. uh, No, we don't. (laughs) (laughs) We have Xena, number four. And that wraps up Dynamite. From DC Comics, we have Batgirl and the Birds of Prey,
1: number 22. Do not get hyped.
0: Now, this is the first of many huge releases this week. This week is ridiculously loaded with great content. Yes, it is. Just giving you a a fresh heads up before Emery and I start creaming in our pants. (laughs) (laughs) I will refrain from doing that. How polite.
2: Mm -hmm. I'm in your house, yeah. (laughs) We have
0: (laughs) Batman White Knight number eight, which is supposed to be the conclusion to the story arc. Holy shit, it's so good. I don't want it to end. I don't want it to end either.
1: It's so sad. Oh, man. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I'm not even a Batman fan, and this is amazing. It's so good. We
0: have uh, Detective Comics, number 980. We have Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps, number 44. We have Immortal Men, number two. Got off to a real rocky start there. Let's see if they can, uh, you know, recover. We have Justice League, No Justice, number one, which is the Scott Snyder thing that's coming out of Dark Knight's Metal. Take that however you will. Yep. We have (laughs) New Superman and the Justice League of China, number 23. Okay, the variant cover on that, I really like. (laughs) (laughs) You like the karaoke booth? Yes. I
2: didn't see it until now. You should put that up on the video on YouTube. It's great. Oh, yeah. I'll I'll show it to you
0: folks. Uh, next up, we have Red Hood and the Outlaws, number twenty-two. We have Scooby Doo Apocalypse, number twenty-five. Roro. We have <laughs> Sideways, number four. We have, Blue which 42. is a pretty pretty good <laughs> book. We have Suicide Squad, number forty-one. Hmm. We have The Flash, number forty-six. We have Wildstorm Michael Cray, number seven. We have Wonder Woman, number forty-six and that wraps up dc from idw publishing we have back to the future tales from the time train number five we have ghostbusters answer the call number five we have punk's not dead but it kind of is number four (laughs) we have rom and the micronauts number five we have star trek the next generation
1: number two best generations more like it
0: hell yeah suck my ridges (laughs) (laughs) we have star wars adventures number 10 we have uh we have a big another big release uh the highest house number four pick this book up it's pretty good we have the spider king number four we have that's it (laughs) (laughs) and that's all from idw from image comics we have analog number two we have barrier number two We have Black Cloud, number nine. We have Dissonance, number three. We have Isola, number two, which uh, Seth here really liked. We have Maestros, get hyped. Oh,
1: shit, boy. Number
0: six, finally out. Holy shit. Ooh. We have Medieval Spawn, Cross Witchblade, number one. Interesting. We have another get hyped moment. Monstrous, number 16.
1: Oh, yeah. Get hyped. Oh,
0: we have Oblivion Song number three, which is Robert Kirkman's new book. It's okay.
1: It's, yeah, it's all right.
0: We have Port of Earth, <laughs> get hyped, number five. Oh, shit. <laughs> we have Prism Stalker number three. We have Rose number 11. We have Sleepless number six, which has been pretty decent. Yeah. We have Southern Bastards number 20. We have Southern Cross number 15. Very and Southern. Finally, mm-hmm. we have Young Blood number 11. Ooh, so 90s. <laughs> From Boom Studios, we have Adventure Time Comics, number 23. We have Fraggle Rock, number one. (laughs) (laughs) We have Robocop, Citizen's Arrest, Hmm. number two. Oh, shit. Shoot him in the dick. (laughs) We have The Planet of the Apes, Ursus, number five. Hmm. We have WWE, number 17,
2: brother. Hmm. Oh,
3: yeah.
0: From Titan Books, we have Robotech, number nine.
3: Hmm.
0: We have Sea of Thieves, number three. (laughs) Wait, is that related to the video game? Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Let's see if it makes more money. We have (laughs) Super Mansion, number two, which is like the one thing keeping Crackle alive. (laughs) We have the season. Oh, wait, you're serious? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. And Sony bought them. I don't know why. We have The Season of the Snake, number two. We have Warhammer 40K, Death Watch number one. And that wraps up Titan Books. From Dark Horse Comics, we have BPRD, The Devil You Know, number six. Ooh. With a pretty cool variant cover
1: there. Yeah. Yeah, it is.
0: We have uh, Hungry Ghosts. This is the Anthony Bourdain book, number four. Oh. oh. Is that a joke? Because of food? No, or it's it a joke. Really, oh, cool. It's really him. Yeah. It is also about, it's a horror book about food. Yes, kind I'll of. I'll read it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, we have Resident Alien number two, Alien in New York. We have World of Tanks Citadel number one. <laughs> okay. And I think that's a video game tie-in. So, yep. Uh, like yeah. That game, maybe you'll give a shit. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure World of Tanks doesn't actually have a story. Yeah, to my knowledge, it doesn't. So I didn't it, but enjoy that if you will. And finally, from Vertigo, we have Eternity Girl, number three. And that is everything coming to your local comic book shops.
1: Again, please support your local comic book shops.
0: And digital devices this week. Now it's time to hand out the prestigious, nay, life-changing award of cover and variant cover of the week. This week, the award of cover of the week goes to Images Analog, Mm. number two. Ooh. Cover done by Jordy Belair and David O'Sullivan. And this cover is pretty baller. Uh, mm-hmm. It looks like someone's getting his head smashed into a copying machine. Yes. With yeah. <laughs> confidential as, files. As he's being brutally murdered, uh, there are <laughs> scans of his horrified face mm-hmm. uh, being output from the, the copier. various of murder. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I I have one small like grape, and I wish it was just a little bit more vivid, like a, oh because it's it's just a little mushy, right? Mm. I can the, see that. Just the art style. It looks kind of like a colored pencil. Like I kind of like that though. Yeah, I mean, it, it definitely has a cool identity because of it, but I think. When it's on store shelves, because we're looking at oh, it on a computer screen. true. I true. think on store shelves, it's not really going to stand out as much as it should. Well, I'll have to check it out
2: in my local comic book shop.
0: Yes. Please do. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it's a really cool cover. I think it just, not only is it cool artwork and a neat art style, but it also has kind of a cool context and mm-hmm. tells a story like Emery and I often yeah. talk about.
1: Yes. Like, if there's one thing that I would always give more points for in a comic book cover, it's telling some kind of a story or having something to say with the cover. And this says uh, someone's being murdered brutally. It's a short story, but it's a story. (laughs) More importantly, that it's happening... In an office where there's probably some kind of information needing to be pulled, mm-hmm. and this guy's either not talking or maybe he's talking too much and needs to shut the fuck up. Well, he's got <laughs> yeah. this
2: briefcase uh, handcuffed to his arm. Yep. Y- you yeah, see with confidential right files. Yeah. So we well th- let's find out. But yeah. it's again, it's
0: one of those covers. The longer you look at it, the more details you notice. Mm-hmm. Like here, you see something falling out of his pocket, and the yeah. blood on the copy. Yeah. I didn't notice until now. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty neat. It's a really great cover. So. Uh, big congratulations to Jordy Belair and David O'Sullivan for winning our prestigious cover of the week award mm. from hit the books podcast. Next up the award a variant cover of the week goes to John wick. Number three from dynamite entertainment.
1: Oh shit boy. Cover yeah. done
0: by Ben Garigia. Garriga. Gariga. Gariga. <laughs> <laughs> G-A-R-R-I-G-A. Um, But, yeah, the cover looks awesome. And, Mm -hmm. like, I try not to give it to, like, movie tie ins and video game tie ins. Uh, Not that they're not legitimate art, but it's just, like, eh, sometimes it just feels a little gross. (laughs) I
2: think, yeah, John Wick is a pretty good story for a comic book, though. Just the way it's laid out. It's just kind of like there's action going on. Yeah. And we want to, and it's, at least the movie is so, like, about the
0: scenes and the shots and yeah. stuff
2: like that, that I think that it would make a good comic book. Definitely.
0: And I think this is one of those, like, covers where it makes me kind of wish it was kind of like a movie poster. Yeah, oh, like, that'd be a great poster. If it was just that, that artwork as the mm-hmm. movie poster for the next John Wick movie, that'd be awesome.
1: You it's know? even
2: got the three next to it, like, it I would, would be John Wick
1: 3. Yeah. I would immediately watch that movie. Well, you would anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. But if I knew nothing about John Wick... And I saw that image. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I, I would be down.
0: Yeah, but it's a great cover. It has a great art aesthetic. Has a cool use of uh, kind of red and white colors, um, black as well. Um, but yeah, just awesome. The proportions are right. It looks like Keanu. It's just it's all around. It's a great cover, and I I really love it. I would love to have that like just as a poster. Oh, you yeah, know? Mm-hmm. that'd be a great poster piece to throw on your wall especially if it was you know and the actual oh, yeah, movie yeah. poster you know but yeah ben garigia you did a great job i love it mm-hmm. and if you would like to know did the content match the drapes uh be sure to check us out on the following episodes most likely analog we'll get to pretty soon here and uh, john wick might take a second or two to get to but hmm We'll get to it pretty soon because it's only a number three. I'm intrigued by Analog as it is
2: in the near future and I like the near future.
0: And it's from Image. Yes. Yeah. Which is always a good sign. (laughs) I'm a (laughs) fanboy. Yeah, we gotcha. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And for our new friends out there, this is the part of the show where we each discuss a topic of our choosing about the world of
1: comic books. Emery, what's our topic this week? Well, it actually just so happens that. Grover oh, came yeah. up with our topic this week, and I, I thought it was a really good one. <laughs> so that, that's so Grover. <laughs> so Grover, uh, yes, <laughs> that's my last
2: name. So I'm not just, yeah,
1: right. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's let's have you introduce our topic this time.
2: Uh, so I started three series uh, this week that yep. I had not started before, and I didn't know much going into it. Sure uh what do we look for
0: each of us because i might be different for each of us when we start a new series well i i we've talked a little bit about this in the past Emery and i in early early episodes if mm-hmm. you've been like og fans and you've been listening or watching since number one which admittedly we're kind of rough because we hadn't gotten everything down yet we didn't right. have all the pretty <laughs> decorations for your eyes on the video <laughs> um, oh that's
2: that because i'm what well, i wasn't here
0: Yes. yes. Exclusively. <laughs>
2: um, that was a bad joke. I'm sorry.
0: Oh, you don't have to apologize. You totally have to apologize. I do. I know. <laughs> but you um, fucked up, Grover. I know. <laughs> you didn't fuck up. <laughs> I think Aww. in the past we've talked about like things I look for when I go into a comic shop. And uh, for me, I'm a sucker for number ones just Mm -hmm. because i know they're collectible and i've been burned in the past by not picking up certain number ones the Mm. most famous that i've talked about is walking dead oh i had i had the perfect opportunity to pick up the walking dead number one but i just i have never been a zombie guy i never Mm -hmm. gave a shit about zombies or zombie stories because i always thought they were silly usually and like the the end is always pretty much the same like the person is in a completely fucked situation (laughs) or they themselves are a zombie you know even shauna the dead kind of has like that (laughs) ending for most of the characters Hmm. um a lot of them i should say um no pretty much all all but the girl (laughs) all the girl and the main character yeah they both because the best friend becomes a zombie and everybody else pretty much dies
2: not
3: well the the character not the
0: world Well, everybody that matters for the story, which is the point of zombie movies, everybody gets fucked. Hmm. Like, it's the same general thing, and I just didn't, I didn't, I didn't care, I didn't think it was going to matter. I opened it up and looked at it real quick and saw it was all in black and white, and I was just like, this will never catch on. (laughs) Boy, was I wrong, because AMC came along not too long afterwards (laughs) and had that famous ridiculous premiere, that Halloween special, you know. Yeah. Uh, Most people don't realize that first season was just like a Halloween special thing that they were just doing for October. Yeah. It's not even that many episodes. I think it's like seven episodes, maybe Maybe. six episodes.
1: Yeah. It's not very many at all. Uh, But the biggest thing with that was uh, this was the only time AMC ever did this, but they actually went back and redid uh, the first season in black and white. Really? Uh, Yeah. Huh. Yeah, they they only ever did that once and that was for the first season after the first season did so well.
0: Yeah. But um that's one of the most famous ones that I missed out but there's been other ones, you know. Um so I I I have this kind of subconscious uh need to purchase all number okay. ones that I think at the very least look like they might be something Hmm. you know or deal with some kind of popular subject material that i don't think is going to be like really like you know niche Hmm. um so that's the first thing the other thing is what catches my eye cover wise because i love beautiful covers i obviously Mm -hmm. make a point to frame a lot of them and hang them throughout my apartment and everything um and be sure to check out our instructional videos if you want to see how to do that affordably um But I, I I'm a big big fan of just beautiful cover art, and I I think Image in particular does it the best because they don't drown it in barcodes <laughs> and advertisements. Yeah. They put the barcode on the back. They don't put huge Marvel banners or big obnoxious <laughs> DC convergence banners <laughs> and stuff for a year, <laughs> you know. Um, <clears throat> so cover art is another thing that if, if if it sticks out to me, that that's a good selling point. Like I've bought so many issues of comics I had no intention of reading or caring about. Uh, especially on the DC side um, <laughs> because I just love the cover. I love the cover art or I love the artist that was doing it. And that particular work was really good to me. So I I pick it up. Uh, Santa Takeda is a big example of that. Like, I pick up just about everything that Santa Takeda puts out because I love her covers. Huh. Um, I would like to say that of Jim Lee, but unfortunately his his work's been kind of going downhill the past few years. And I think it's just because he's overextended. But, Easily. Um,
1: it- I, I don't think there's anyone working nearly as much as Jim Lee right now.
0: Yeah. So that's a big thing for me. Um, again, I'm not the typical kind of, you know, just casual comic fan. That's just like, Oh, I see a character I'm really familiar right. with and really like, so I'm going to pick it up. I really like Spider-Man. So I'm going to pick up Spider-Man this week. Cause I happen to go to the comic store or uh-huh. whatever. I don't care what the story is or whatever, you know, but uh, I'm more of the guy that just, you know, wants to collect stuff okay. and really appreciate it in that way. And then if it happens to have a great story, I'll stick with it. Okay. You know? I
2: was wondering more yeah. what makes you stay with something after you, you pick up that first issue. What makes you, this is now something I'm reading.
0: I mean, if uh, the biggest thing for a comic book specifically, and not like a TV show right. or a movie or something, the biggest thing for a comic book is probably dialogue and okay. art. Um huh. I, I can be a little forgiving on art if the story and the dialogue is very coherent and well-structured mm-hmm. and it keeps me intrigued. Um, but I've had books um, like that one issue of the Aquaman run yeah. where they had a guest artist come in for, I think, issue 34, and it just rubbed me s- uh, so much the wrong way that I almost dropped it until Ooh. I mm-hmm. saw that wow. Riccardo Federici was coming back the next issue. And I was like you're lucky <laughs> if i hadn't noticed <laughs> that i would have gave up on that story arc and just totally missed out on the end of that story arc you know Oof. um but uh, art can really like hit me in the wrong way and okay if, if the illustration inside the book isn't good like it doesn't have to be the quality of the cover art because often the cover art is very you know overdone for a reason because right. it's basically your comics billboard but I think the illustration is also extremely important in maintaining my readership, because if it's just an eyesore, I'm not going to want to read this for 30 issues or whatever right, the case yeah. is, you know. Um, and the, I'd say one other big thing is just the amount of narration that I have to read. Hmm. The most least interesting thing for me in a book is narration. Okay. If you can't tell me through dialogue and through you know visual context and the the arts you know panels and everything else then you're probably not a refined writer okay. i mean huh. that's just my opinion uh, i think there's exceptions obviously but i think even people like frank miller struggle with that a lot where they just narration 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 about shit that doesn't matter Hmm. like to the characters themselves and it's just like hey I'm trying to give you context for this world but you're giving me way too many details that don't actually matter and that can rub me the wrong way that can make me stop reading a book entirely if I'm just reading constant narration it's one of the reasons like I kind of hate reading Stephen King books I know there's a lot of Stephen Hmm. King fans out there But Stephen King, especially in in his early days, got a lot of gripes from people about his writing because he would just write 30 pages about something, some mundane (laughs) detail that didn't matter at all. And like, that's how I feel when I read his books, even though I like the stories. That's why I kind of like gravitate more towards the stuff made from his work, you know, Uh, like movies, because then at least I don't have to read 30 pages of useless (laughs) narration, you know. Um, And that's just how I feel personally, like I. I have nothing wrong with fleshing out a world and characters and giving people, like, content on the side. I think Port of Earth is a perfect example where they did it right. Port of Earth has a lot of, like, world context and world building that needs to be done. But it gives you kind of a choice on how deep you want to go into that hmm. that world at the very end. Like, the, the book will tell you the basics of what you need to know and then give you the character story and the dialogue, which is really good. But then at the end, they give you every issue has like new like profiles on the different types of aliens that are in the book. Oh, cool! And gives you profiles on the type of technology that exists, and might give you a, a profile page on what's going on on uh, on Earth at this time and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So if you want to do the deep dive, you absolutely can. So for me, it's like, well, this alien doesn't really—I, I don't really give a shit about this squid alien thing. I don't. I'm <laughs> How not gonna, can you not care about the squid? <laughs> Squidward! Oh no!
1: no. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: but uh, uh, there are other aliens that are even labeled like high-level th- threats and stuff, right. and that's what I want to know more about. Like, why are they a threat? What can they do? What can't they do? What mm-hmm. uh, you know? Why are they interested in Earth in the first place? You know, what's the what's going on here? What's going on there? What's this character's dynamic? You know, and I feel like too many comic writers just struggle with that one thing just over narration Mm -hmm. and not giving the reader the option to like opt out of mundane details that don't actually matter because you know nothing rubs me the wrong way more than reading just endless endless narration boxes and stuff that doesn't matter only to get to the end of the issue and realize that you know or the end of the arc whatever and realize that none of that mattered at all and didn't like really enrich anything for me so that that's just my personal thing but yeah generally it art uh how good is the dialogue is there you know is is it not over narrating every little thing um and just you know generally the character development and the storytelling you know um I, i admit there's like some genres that i i lean a little less into um I, I think sci-fi is one where I kind of struggle sometimes to get into. I'm just hmm. like future futuristic, you know, earth sci-fi. I, just, right. I struggle to get into it sometimes. And it just, I don't know. I just, it just rubs me the wrong way. Another thing is like court intrigue type things. Aquaman, the new, the current <laughs> run being the one exception. <laughs> <but Huh. laughs> I was about to say. I yeah. Just, yeah.
1: I miraculously. Have... Oh my God. I can't. Yeah. I still can't believe that you got as much enjoyment out of that as you yeah. did. Given but, how kind of heavy into court intrigue it goes. But the
0: thing is, the reason why I like it so much is because the focus on what Aquaman is doing in the context of all this. It's not like the court intrigue is the entire story, Uh, you know? Right. It's not, you know, C- that's court not the, intrigue done it,
1: well and not, like, overbearing. It's like,
0: it's like the court intrigue that's surrounding his, you know, circumstance, which is kind of a human perspective because he's grown up his entire life on this, you know, mainland, you know? Yeah. He, he didn't grow up in Atlantis. He doesn't know the dynamics of the different sectors and, like, the racism between different types of hmm. Atlanteans and stuff like that, you know? It's, so it's really interesting that way and that, you know, kind of, like, house you know pride that right causes dynamics and riffs. you know so it's, it's kind of like cool seeing it it's like a
1: fish out of water yeah it's
0: like if you took somebody from <laughs> our world and like placed him into the game of thrones world and hey. used his like perspective yes. for everything then i would probably be interested but to say but it doesn't sound like you like uh, i don't i don't like yeah. game of thrones now that's not is fire
1: yeah this uh... so th- the concept of him basically being uh, like out of his element hmm. like the entire time up, yeah. and having to like learn basically on the job yeah i i, I could see why it creates be... like a sympathetic
0: point of view that i can adhere to right. and kind of enjoy you know yeah. not that i have to adhere to every character like other i'm never going to adhere to batman you know <laughs> uh, I've, huh. i haven't even been in like a <laughs> middle class bracket let alone billionaire <laughs> you know <laughs> company owning you know a bracket of any sort, you know. Right. Um, I did not train in the mountains with ninjas, you know. I don't have a butler and whose fault is <laughs> I, that. I don't have wards. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm never going to be able to understand yeah. like that perspective, but I still enjoy the stories. Yeah. You know?
1: You're you're never going to be the type of person who randomly adopts children who kind of look like you. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there there's obvious exceptions to everything, but yeah. That's that's
0: for me my general perspective what about you guys
1: uh well for me personally there's got to be something on that number one that just pops or there's got to be something in that number one where like the ending of that first issue is like it hits you with either something unexpected or something that you definitely expected but played like in a way that's not like overbearing or like hmm. so you're an obvious. M Night
0: Shyamalan guy No you, you need a twist at every beginning Not
1: every beginning <laughs> <laughs> Twists when done right and not dumb <laughs> are nice <laughs> Uh with that said what I look for in a story is something that like grabs my attention uh something kind of like in Death or Glory, which I'm definitely going to pick up the issue two of, is like it had an ending that definitely had a pretty strong hint at the beginning of it, but it doesn't really like hit you until like the very end, like what's really going on yeah. here. Uh, having something like that is what gets me into like wanting to get that issue two. Right. Uh, something where it's like I give a shit about, The characters, like what it is that they're going through or the characters surrounding the main character that seem like some kind of sympathetic Um, or if the world itself is just that interesting. (laughs) um, That is actually kind of the reason why I want to look into Skyward, because it it seems similar to a video game that I'm kind of familiar with. Uh, anyone who's heard of the game Gravity Rush will know what I'm talking about. Um, but the concept of living in a world where gravity is kind of a light suggestion. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I'm interested in that kind of world and how it would work. Or more maybe, specifically... Maybe, maybe Gravity Rush
0: is what was giving me that deja vu. It might have been. Wow. Yeah.
1: <laughs> It's like it, Gravity Rush. For those who don't know, is a game where this girl is magically granted gravity manipulation powers. Where That's they, good powers, uh, they're pretty useful. Yeah, um, has a tiny bit of a Sailor Moon vibe with uh, the that cat that follows her around. Hmm. <laughs> But uh, just <laughs> you stop it right now. <laughs> if you don't know the words, <laughs> I don't want to hear.
0: It. I don't know the words. <laughs> I just remember it, <laughs> know, d- d- it. always came Bond on Moonlight. like after I watched Batman the Animated Series on WB.
1: Sailor Moon. So I remember the intro.
0: I remember the intro music, but nothing else because I never watched it. You
1: know? Yeah. Yeah. that was never really my thing. Uh, I was more of a. Ronin Warriors type of guy. Uh-huh.
0: I didn't get into anime until the Toonami, the you know, Toonami uh, era, the Cowboy Bebop and uh, Trigun days. Mm. Oh sweet Quality. mercy! I, I actually got into the those fucking golden way age. before I even touched like Dragon Ball Z because my even though it was on way earlier, mm-hmm. and it's only because my friend Kyle. Really got me like to like force me to watch Dragon Ball Z during the Cell Saga. Oh, <laughs> and then I was totally in. Like, even though it was completely dumb and over the top, I just oh, yeah. I, I fucking loved it. Yeah, it, it,
1: yes. I mean, it it it's like watching an Asian take on what it, a Schwarzenegger movie would be like. It's like this is basically it's like how can we get more buff, more stronger, and hit more harder. <laughs> Except for them, they added speed. <laughs> they they, like, they also added the element of like, trying blasts. beams. Yes. Uh, monkey transformations. you got to have those monkey transformations. Uh, that, that was very early on. <laughs> uh, with that said. Until GT. Uh, uh, you take that. <laughs> <down>. <laughs> we don't, we don't talk out. about GT in this house. <laughs> Get out of your own house. <laughs> also,
0: why does Brawley never turn into a great ape?
1: Uh, I'm pretty be- sure that planet had a moon uh, because fuck him. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way anyone could handle. Anyway, also, back the, to our yeah. yeah sorry our, about the side tangent. Yeah, back to our regularly scheduled programming. Uh, <clears throat> the thing about getting into a number one, or yeah. the thing that I like about a number one that makes me want to stay for a number two, is because it speaks to me somehow. Huh.
2: Do you always know how or is it more of just a you'll know it when you feel it?
1: It's more like I'll know it when I feel it because there are certain characters that should speak to me like uh, the Robbie Reyes version of Ghost Rider that I just will never find myself giving a shit about. Hmm. But then there are characters like Superman in which I don't relate to like a single iota. Not even a little bit. And... But there's something, oh, ab- there's something about that character that speaks to me.
0: <laughs> See, that's funny, because I relate to Clark Kent way more than I relate to Batman, because I grew up in the country up until I moved to Brooklyn, New York, which is very huh. weird. Uh, but right. it happened <laughs> uh, when I was a teenager. And um, yeah, I guess you're right, Metropolis. Although Brooklyn's more like Gotham. Uh, <laughs> at least it used to be before the hipsters moved in. Yes. Um, but you know, I, I I did farm work and stuff on the side on Wasserman Farms and stuff like that. So like I I'm very familiar with these different types of things, you know. <laughs> but uh, I'm far more it's far more relatable to me than billionaire, you right? Know, yeah, j- parents
1: murdered child who you know grows up to become a ninja. But there's something about that character that speaks to you. Yeah, right? I just like him. <laughs> I, I just I just
0: have more like invested in him than I do the the always perfect goody two-shoes boy scout character who is also used as a plot device to make a villain from time to time you know i just yeah yeah (laughs) i just don't care
2: (laughs) (laughs) well at some point i'll have to go into why i like superman more than batman but
0: yeah we'll say that for your next visitation yes yes so how about you grover
3: uh
2: i was thinking about it actually because mostly because of like the contrasts of when i like something and maybe like you don't or someone else likes it and i think i'm a world person i need to it needs to be in a setting or a world that i want to learn more about or i'm interested in or i think is like a cool concept how about a world that you are
0: already familiar with like for example a star wars universe if you if you did like star wars I like i probably wouldn't read a star wars comic
2: yeah because those worlds exist in, like, the movie format for me, you know? Yeah. It's I mean,
0: it's, it's very similar for me because I'm a big fan of the Witcher series, right? the, the books specifically, but I also obviously enjoy the games. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the Witcher books are really great and have a really great world um, that, obviously, CD Projekt Red took advantage of. Right. Yeah, um, they did. <laughs> but in comic book form for some reason I just I have no I don't have any interest in jumping into either of those story arcs they made for it and same with like Assassin's Creed yeah I I like Assassin's Creed and I like the world but I just don't care to read the comics and when I have in the past it's just like I mean, it's fine.
2: I think mm. with comics, I'm drawn to things that are new, ideas that are new, worlds that are different. That's kind of why I don't do a ton of like superhero comics, is because I've got so much exposure to those worlds. And because you're
1: better than us? No. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm I know, just kidding. I know. Uh, I'll uh, say he's better than us because he's our image boy. <laughs> that doesn't make me better than you. <sighs> Uh, I'm sorry, I have to promote anything that has spawn in it. (laughs) Oh, right. See, spawn's like the image comic I would avoid.
2: (laughs) Despite, like, skulls being one of my favorite aesthetics. (laughs) But why skulls, though? They're cool. (laughs) They make me happy. Are you sure he's not the bad
0: guy? (laughs) I think Rover's boiling heads in his basement. No!
2: (laughs) Skulls aren't, skeletons aren't scary, they're just kind of cute. All right. I think it's just like a little bony teeth. Okay.
1: All right. Okay, fine.
0: (laughs) I'll take your word for it.
1: I'm afraid of skeletons.
2: You're afraid of skeletons?
1: Maybe a little bit. (laughs)
2: How are you afraid of skeletons? They're like the least threatening of the undead.
1: I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some movie from my childhood that probably scarred me. Just <laughs> Army of Darkness. <laughs> Army of Darkness can't skip. I think that's why I started liking I, Skeletons. is my boomstick. Uh, children laugh at that movie. <laughs> it could <laughs> not have been that one. You don't, don't like, like the I like Skeletons. skeletons. <laughs> 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 I'm pretty sure it might have been something like Tales from the Crypt or something. Like so pe- spo-
2: <laughs> See, that's like exactly my favorite type of skeleton. Just like a stupid <laughs> laugh. like <laughs>
3: Just like having some
2: fun, having a good time. Skeletons seem happy to me, and I think it's because they got this grin going all the time. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I think I might have had like an early morbidity thing where like if I saw anything associated with death, Uh, it just turned me off and it just didn't make sense to me. It was like, how is that? How is that skeleton moving? It doesn't (laughs) have the things it needs to move. See, my crux is ghosts ghosts? You don't like go- I, I love ghosts, ghosts too. Ghosts scare me, man. I actually like ghosts. Me ghosts too. are <laughs> ghosts are fun. Do I just like I, All I, I like
0: day? them as like a plot thing, but like in reality, like, <laughs> if I the one thing that scares me not visually but like as a creature that exists is ghosts, like I want to find they ghosts cre- and I they, can't find them. They always give me
1: so goosebumps. N- never watch Paranormal Activity. <laughs>
0: I've watched them, but yeah, they they hmm. creep me the fuck out. They give, they, <laughs> they give me that like hollow—not p- the jump scares, but just the fact that this ghost is fucking there, and you know that that is there, and you're not really sure what it is. Like, it's the unknown factor that scares me the most about ghosts.
1: Okay, but ghosts follow rules. Okay, yeah. never, no, don't. never yeah, watch those <laughs> movies with me. <laughs> skeletons because follow rules. I, I will ruin those movies for you entirely.
2: How will you ruin those? Things. I've only seen the. First I will w- tell you I've what only those seen ghosts.
1: are. Wires. Uh. I've always no, seen the, the first the, one. Those are wizards. Those are dudes in like uh green like head to toe covering oh, suits <laughs> that get edited out of footage. Um so, I want to like, watch the unedited. If, you, if if you buy into the if you buy into the movie like, Right, yeah. Well, yeah, well, yeah. yeah the, the suspension of uh disbelief. You know it's it doesn't scare from. me. Yeah. Witches. Witches. Witches are cool. Witches too. never scared me. I don't never.
0: think they're supposed to never. scare you. They're I spo- <laughs> have you seen the Blair Witch Project where everybody was shitting their pants in the 90s? I thought it was just because of the bad film. Like, well, the it, bad like
1: the camera bubbles. bubbles. And, yeah. The, the, the thing about the Blair Witch Project is, uh, find the witch in that movie for me. Mm. <laughs> she's in the corner. Oh, <laughs> Which fucking one? The very end. <laughs> oh, how she's giving the guy a blowjob in the corner.
2: Wait, really?
0: No, I'm just saying. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird the guy, movie. The I guy has. The,
3: the, the I very, haven't seen it. The,
0: the very end of the movie, the girl is screaming, like holding the camera. They're in the basement of this building, I think. Yeah. And, like, he's just standing in the corner, staring at the corner, and she's screaming at him, and the movie ends. So (laughs) She drops the camera,
1: and you just hear pure bullshit. (laughs) Pure bullshit.
0: Which is just her going, (laughs) whatever his name is. I'm going to say Ron. Ron! Ron! (laughs) Ron! (laughs) And then the movie
1: ends. Oh, my God, what's Ron? It's disappointing. Yeah, you don't
0: see it. What's Ron? You see them (laughs) running around. You see some woods. You see the, the the. basement they go into at y- night so yeah, it's all y- in like night vision yeah, yeah uh, you literally
1: then, see them scaring themselves yeah
0: no, hey. <laughs> it's like an episode of ghost hunters uh, oh. <laughs> like those types of shows okay oh like every time something <laughs> makes a noise what huh? is that? It's the a spirit. Br- ah! Ah! I think I saw a blink on my my radar.
1: <laughs> I think we need to get w- out one of those things from Ghostbusters where we read the yeah. electromagnetic spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's spiking. It's spiking. That's a light socket. <laughs> oh. oh, it scared hmm. me.
3: <laughs> but yeah, so...
0: Again, we've got off topic.
1: Yes, Way off yes. Off we uh, have. Uh, so I forget continue.
3: exactly where
2: it was, but it's worlds. It's all about the world and how you can get into it. And like, what, what's a really good example for you? Of a I think the one cool that world? really grabbed me was Saga. It was Ooh, just like, yes. It is. It's a sci-fi, like space opera world, and like in the very first episode, we learn about a whole bunch of different aliens. We just see them. Yeah. We don't even know a ton about them at first. Yeah, but like, there's aliens that have. TVs for heads and that's just an interesting concept for me you know (laughs) Yeah. and then these TV for head aliens have personalities and stuff like that seeing how like a personality can apply to all these different aliens and how they interact and all these different things that I have no way of interacting with at all on earth you know Sure. it's just a completely different experience and a new thing for me and I Mm -hmm. think that was one of the ones that really grabbed me Um, and that's part of why I'm like interested in Skyward is like it's a little something easier for me to relate to because it's earth but it still gives me a lot to think about like how would food work how would sure. anything work in this gravityless situation Thank god for roots right <laughs> but i mean cultivating it and watering and all that stuff is just yeah. really difficult to think of all the ways you could make food work but people seem to be existing and like finding how like people or characters if they're not you know humans interact in these different settings and sure. these different worlds a lot of it I like to is like extrapolating, like something that gives me a lot to think about. Like Emery was talking about twists and like the end of death in glory, death or glory has this interesting idea and it just gives you this yeah. sort of twist that gives you a lot of stuff to think about, like how our main character is going to deal with this and all
0: the different directions it could take. Definitely. Yeah. So are there any other real big things that stick out to you guys from your comic book pickups? Uh, what incentivizes you to take a chance? not really well i think that's a good place to end the show i want to thank you all for sticking with us i think that wraps up another mediocre edition of hit the books podcast mediocre (laughs) thank you all for sticking with us if you like what you hear be sure to hit like and subscribe down below and follow us on your podcast services and social networks of choice and remember to click the little bell icon if you want notifications when we release new stuff and you do we're on Twitter at HTBVids. We're on Facebook at forward slash hit the books. Our website is htbvids.com. Um, and of course, if you want to support independent content, be sure to check out our Patreon page, patreon.com forward slash hit the books. Uh, we could really use your help. But if you cannot contribute, that's all right too. Feel free to enjoy this content. We appreciate you being part of our audience and uh, sticking around for a long time to come, hopefully. <laughs> And, of course, one last special thank you to our guest, Seth Grover, for appearing yet again. Yes, hello. (laughs) Becoming a series regular now. I'm having a good time. Good. Uh, We love having you, and we appreciate you coming and joining our show. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Thank you.
1: Bye-bye.